and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney and we're sharing episode 11 with you today which we say every single time I'm really sorry we mention it every <laughs> I knew time that was but coming. It's still it's just so crazy that we've managed to do so many episodes so yeah thank you for sticking with us or welcome if you're new today and a big Merry Christmas to welcome you to our Christmas special episode which we're both very excited for. I'm excited. And also, we have a new milestone to let you know about. We reached 500 downloads of our podcast this week. Well, I'm today, in, in fact. This morning. Yes. So, yeah, I think we're both a bit shook by this information, to be honest. Um, don't think we expected this to happen. Like, we've only had 10 episodes. That means, like, I just don't understand. I know. That That is insane. <laughs> like, I don't think either of us expected to have this many no. people listen to our podcast. Like... I don't know what we thought we'd, we'd be doing right now with this podcast, but you know, know. it's a commitment now. We're, we're on episode eleven. <laughs> well, we have we have listeners now. We have to keep going. We do, like, and we, we have regular recording. listeners as well. People literally listen to it as soon as it's out. I know. I get a bit so, shocked when we release it, and then it's like our little graph goes pew. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, oh god, we can't make any mistakes because <laughs> people literally download that thing straight away. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. It's a good level of pressure, though. It's nice. It feels it like is. when we record, obviously right now we record just to each other. Yes. Um, and you guys tend to get it like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, either like two or three days later. Yeah. But it, because we know people actually listen, it does feel like we're talking to people, which is nice. Yeah. Not just each other. <laughs> I like talking to you, Rosie, to be fair, but you know. Yeah, I'm glad you do. I talk um... to you all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so a huge thank you for that. I think we, we've kind of been counting down is the wrong word but we've kind of been watching it creep up because we hit yeah. we were when we approached 100 we were like oh 100 and then when we, we hit 300 it was like oh and then 400 we kind of watched it go to that because it happened mm. quite quickly because of the halloween episode yeah whereas i feel like 500 just kind of came out of nowhere like on monday we were like oh yeah like 12 away from 500 how excited and then today it was like it's happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> and our first episode has nearly had 100 lessons yeah. hasn't it yeah, we're five away from 100 listens, which is crazy because that's just understand. us introducing ourselves. Yeah, that that's is just the worst about one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the most exposing mm. one of them all. Um, well, yeah, I don't even remember. It's the shortest one, to be fair. So mm. maybe that's why everyone <laughs> got sick of it. <laughs> maybe that's why people don't, maybe people have like stopped listening at number one and they're like, nah, they're really boring people. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's too short. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Well, clearly not because we have 500 downloads. We're going to keep saying it. Um, so today is our Christmas special episode, which we've been planning. I say planning. We've been talking about it for like for months. We've been like, I can't wait for Christmas. When we when we started this in July, we were like, we get to do a Christmas episode. It's going to be so exciting. Now we're here. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that because it was one of the first things we thought we could do with our podcast, like one yeah. of the first episodes. <laughs> like we were planning already for that and it was July. Yeah. So, so yeah. well done us. Um, so we're both a little bit Christmas obsessed. We both love Christmas. Yes. Uh, we love the food, the games, the presents, giving and receiving. And of course, what makes every Christmas special, the films. Yeah. So we're going to be reviewing our favourite Christmas Disney films. So I've picked my favourite and Rosie has picked her favourite. And we're going to review them both just like briefly. So it won't be yeah. like as in-depth as they normally are. No. Uh, but today's episode might be slightly longer because it's a Christmas one. So we've got an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is an excuse for everything. Um, and we're also going to give you some more Disney Plus recommendations for you so that you can get in the festive spirit like we did with the halloween episode so if you haven't listened to halloween that was number seven yes 
Um, so this time we're going to be kind of going through all the different Disney Plus films that you could use to get in the Christmas spirit. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So with that, we'll take you on to our first Disney fun fact of the episode. Uh, all of the Disney fun facts today are obviously Christmas themed, but they are Walt Disney World Christmas themed. I love that. Um, because I love I love the pictures of the parks at Christmas. So. Um, so the first fun fact is it takes seven to eight weeks to install the castle dream light in Walt Disney World. So if you've seen the photographs of the Cinderella castle with like the um, twinkly lights that kind of come down, mm. um, that seven to eight weeks, although the sad thing is they're not doing that this year. I know, it's so different. It's really sad, they're doing projections, aren't they, this year instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so no no castle dream lights, but seven to eight weeks to install lights. I mean, you get really bored. That is a long time. <laughs> I wouldn't think it would take that long, but then I guess there are lots of lights when it comes to the... And this is lights. Disney. They like to make sure everything goes off without they get the rulers out, don't they? And like measure yeah, the they're, they're so <laughs> precise about everything. Everything has to be so magical. They've always got like that extra like sprinkle of magic, you know? So I feel like they have to yeah. get everything right and that they probably take a lot more time than other places with things, so... And yeah. I suppose because they can't do it in the middle of the day, they have to do it at night. Yes, exactly. They don't want to ruin the mag- the magic for um, no. people during the. Well, yeah, day. imagine if you were trying to take your photograph in front of the castle, and there's just all these workmen with that their hats be, and the lights. That would definitely ruin the magic, especially for human. kids. Kids would be like, "What's this? This yeah, isn't you the could castle." Pop the kids off, like, "Oh, it's like Cinderella's." Seven. Yeah. As an adult, I know what it is, and it's yeah, ruining and my picture. Exactly, and we just want the pictures. We want the perfect picture. It's like I've flown thousands of miles to have a workman in my photo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's just very Disney, isn't it? Yeah. So we're going to start off with. I think it's one of our favorite things to do. It's definitely one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> so we did this in the Halloween episode. Um. So we're doing a Christmas quick fire question round. So this is basically where we pick which one is our favorite of the two different things. Um, so they're all going to be, of course, Disney themed and Christmas themed, and they're inspired by the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which neither of us have gone to, which makes us sad. Um, I want to do Christmas Disney so bad. We like, it's would one of those things do on my bucket well. list. Yeah, but even if I went in like November and it was Christmas themed, like I just yeah. want to have that Christmas themed Disney experience. I think we would enjoy it so much as well because I we know. both love Christmas. I know we would really get into it because I feel like some people go at Christmas like on November and they're like, "Oh, it's too early for Christmas." We'd be there like November first, like, "Yes, I'm ready for this." <laughs> to be fair, I normally am. The, I, I am the person who's like, "Oh, wait till December for Christmas." Yeah, but if I was to go to Disney and have the That's Christmas different in November. It would just start me off early. It'd be fine. I'd make yeah. an exception. Because I feel like time isn't really a concept at Disney. Like, no. I feel like once you're there, you forget about, you know, what season you're in, what month yeah. you're in. It's just whatever Disney brings. That's why they do Halloween in August, isn't it? Because it was really mad. <laughs> it's just yeah. the experience. So, yeah, I agree. Oh, imagine the pictures. Well, we definitely have to do it together One at day. some point. One it would day. be so magical so yes let's start then okay so firstly santa mickey or mrs claus mini oh mrs claus mini every time her little hood she's got like a little fairy hood that comes right it's adorable if you haven't seen the pictures of this just google like disney christmas and you see mickey and minnie's christmas outfits and they're actually the cutest thing in the world mickey has like a little santa hat but minnie's is very like you know like the russian style coats and Mm, stuff it's 
It's very like classy, isn't it? It's very, very like Minnie civilized. is very classy. She is. Very All nice. of her outfits are <laughs> um, in the parks as so, well. Yeah. So, so which one would you go with? I'd go the same, just mm. because it's it looks so cozy as well. Like her, she just looks so like picturesque. I know. Not that Mickey doesn't, but you know, like a sand hat's nice, but like the hood, <laughs> it's just. It's different. Extra, isn't it? We like a bit yeah, of extra. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, it's me. I was getting really into the outfits. So, would you prefer bubbles? Why can't I say that? Not bubble. <laughs> bubbles. Hair bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> or tinsel. Definitely bubbles. Yeah, I prefer, same. like, decorate. When I decorate the tree, the tinsel's a bit I kind of just shove on. Like, I do it with a bit <laughs> of care. But, like, it's boring. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've got to wrap this around the tree. And it's really fiddly. But baubles, you can, like, carefully place them on the tree and, like, spread them out. And you can have, I mean, you can have Disney tinsel because I actually have that on my tree currently. But Disney baubles are just the best baubles there is. So, yeah, definitely Yeah, baubles. no, I agree. Tinsel's weird. I don't know. Like, mm. I think if you get good tinsel, it can make yeah. a tree. Mm-hmm. But tinsel in itself is a challenge. It is. If you it's don't have matching tinsel, yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, unless you get good, high quality tinsel that matches the other tinsel on the tree or matches the baubles, yeah. But tinsel can be tacky. Sorry, yeah. If, tinsel. if your tree's got like a theme and your tinsel matches and like makes it like really good, then it works. Yeah. But like, for example, I've got like Mickey Mouse tinsel from Primark that was I think Excellent. it was like a pound, and I think I've got like three different ones and they're all different colours, so they definitely don't match. <laughs> but because it's Disney. At I least they match in theme, because to be fair, yeah. our, our tinsel at home is not. It stresses me out. We've got like one gold, one <laughs> red, one. It does. We've got like one gold, <laughs> one purple, one red, one green, one pink. Oh gosh. Pink, purpley lilac that's got white bits. In it. I know. It stresses There's me out. There's a lot going on. And they're all different lengths and they're all different widths. <laughs> oh and it no. Really gets to I me. think I think you've just <laughs> sold to the fact that baubles are definitely better than tinsel. I think we're a bit horrified with the concept but of tinsel. This year now. we sat down as a family and we kind of got that because it always stresses me out whenever we do the tree because I was like, I enjoy going to union coming back and having it done because when I yeah. yeah, it's a no for me. Um it all got quite stressful in our house when we were younger. Um mm. but this year my mum was like, We need more tinsel, don't we? I was like, Yes. Yes, we do. We've had the same tinsel like since I was born. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's time to it's replace time. it, definitely. Yes. Okay, next one. Reindeer or snowmen? Hard reindeer. Mm-hmm. Reindeer. I do love snowmen, cheeky snowmen. But mm. I don't know. I just I've got a soft spot for reindeers. I don't even know why. It's just my gut, my gut instinct. What about you? I'm the same. Main reason is because you know reindeer are animals, and you know how much I love oh, animals. What a stupid <laughs> question for Rosie. <laughs> so yeah i feel like they're more animate like than snowman but i also feel like you could take that as sven versus olaf and in that case i'd probably go olaf so i think i'd still go sven i like olaf but i need a bit of a break oh yeah he does get (laughs) intense definitely but warm hugs is the bit that always gets me so true but it wouldn't be very warm would it you'd be absolutely freezing like you can (laughs) pretend it would be a warm hug but he'd hug you and you'd get all wet on your t-shirt you'd probably break his arm off no. It's definitely not as idealistic as they make it out to be, <laughs> but that's what Disney does. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, reindeers. Well, I think because also snowmen are quite often like a bit difficult, you know. Like mm. I love Olaf, but he's very high maintenance. Snowmen are high maintenance. There we go. That's why. Whereas reindeers, self sufficient. Mm. And also, we don't get a lot of snow in the UK, so we don't get the chance to make a lot of snowmen ourselves. Oh, even so I feel like me out. we're realizing that Christmas stresses me out more than I thought it did. But making a snowman, <laughs> I was going to is... say, are you sure you like Christmas? <laughs> 
making a snowman is so difficult because it takes ages to make it and then it like then the balls are wonky yeah when you're you rolling in that like, snow choose your least favorite scarf to put around this snowman's thing <laughs> then you can't find a carrot so it was like oh let's just put like a turnip or a parsnip in his yeah nose. and it doesn't look right and then you have dodgy. to watch the poor snowman's tragic depressing death in your garden as all the snow starts to wither away so it's a no for me so yeah i think you convinced the argument on this one as well so definitely reindeer everyone <laughs> whereas a reindeer would be a friend for life snowmen yes. are fake they just leave they abandon you <laughs> toxic environments with the snowman right on to the next one <laughs> so mickey's once upon a christmas or mickey's twice upon a christmas which are obviously both disney films um i think well i'm a bit biased because i have just watched once upon <laughs> um so it could be that talking but i think just because that is the first one i ever mm. watched of the two and it's like it's just the first one so i think for that reason it's the most classic and nostalgic for me yeah. and all three of the stories are just amazing they're so magical they've all got such lovely messages so but i do love twice upon it that's a really hard one actually which I know, one would you go I for put it in there i think <laughs> <laughs> i would go number one because yeah. and we'll talk about it later but because of the mickey and minnie story yes in once upon yeah. a christmas so however good. i do I, it's it's a hard one because i think they also have more in the um mickey's twice upon a christmas has five stories whereas mickey's yeah. once upon a christmas has three mm. um and i really like the um it's a bit of a weird opening one with like minnie and daisy and they're having like a fight on the ice and it's oh, the ice dramatic, but I yeah. love it. Um, and I love the I think I prefer the duck one in number two. Yeah. When they go to Santa's like um thing and try and ruin Christmas and stuff. Um <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> um but I I prefer number one overall, you're right. Uh, but I enjoy number two. So yeah, they're both fun. great. Okay. Mickey's a Christmas Carol or Muppet's Christmas Carol. That's not even a hard question. Mickey's Christmas Carol, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I know people like <laughs> falling all over. The- I've, I've never seen the Muppet's Christmas Carol all the way through. Oh, interesting. I'm sorry, everyone. I think I've watched snippets in like high school. I mean, the people put it on like in oh, school. Oh, yeah. Films. Mm. We put snippets on to think I've probably seen the beginning like a million and one times. Oh, well, that's probably why you don't like it. No, I'm just not a Muppets person. I never really mm. watched Muppets when I was younger. Um, I just, um, yeah. No, that makes sense. I think Muppets are kind of like Marmite. You either mm. love them or you just don't really get on with them. I find them quite annoying. Really sweet. They are. They are, especially Miss Piggy. Um, She's very annoying. Mm. I know but... a few Miss Piggies in my real life. That's why. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so, but Mickey's Christmas Carol, I just think Mickey as um, John Cratchit, is that his name? Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, I can't. I know. Hold. It's the cutest thing. The emotions, like with little Timmy. Oh. Like, I can't. I actually so, cry every time yeah. I watch that. And I agree, that's my favourite of the two. Yeah. And just p- simply because Mickey's Christmas Carol is my absolute favourite version of the Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like, I, I prefer that any of the other versions. That's the one I grew up with, and that's the one my parents would put on every Christmas. I love it. It used to terrify me, though, because there's always a terrifying scene at the end of, obviously, every Christmas carol oh. film, which is terrifying for kids. It's quite brutal. Yeah. Um, but the when, when little Timmy dies in this one, and Mickey is holding the crutch. I can't. I can't. That's what I mean. It's, it's <laughs> very much. emotional. It's an emotional journey. But yeah, Whereas that one... one is a bit more like, oh, let's do funny voices and bring on random people. Yeah, it's silly. It is good. I do like 
like it. I will admit, I do like it. Um, but you've got Kermit instead, oh. so it's it's not. It just doesn't hit the same. Like I think I'm just bitter because it was the one that ev- everyone in the class used to be like, "Let's put the Muppets Christmas Carol on." And um, I was like, of all the Christmas films. Yeah. To be fair, I'd never pick it if I had to pick like one or even like three Christmas films to watch as a marathon. No. It wouldn't be part of it at all. People used so. to buzz off it like literally, and I'd just sat there like, "For God's sake!" <laughs> and I can say because we'd never the lesson would never be long enough to finish it, so I just watched the same bit over and over again. <laughs> Sounds like you were tortured by this film. I was. I was. It was the same with things like The Simpsons, because I don't watch oh, Simpsons yeah. either. Mm. People would randomly put it on, and I was like, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think I know you want to the next one, I think. Ooh. But turkey or beef? I know you're not a big meat person anyway. I know you're more vegetables anyway. Mm. Mm. Like, okay. like, if, if we go out, like Rosie will tend to eat like the veggie option yeah yeah i do like veggie options i'm not a a vegetarian but i lean towards veggie options when i go out for food okay this one i think you think i'm going for something that i'm not going for oh um i think i would go turkey because (gasps) see i thought that was gonna shock you because turkey is what i used to have when i had my christmas dinners with my family when Ah. i was younger i think i mean it might might have been i think it was a chicken some years and turkey other years (laughs) But either way, they're very similar. Um, so turkey to me is like a, a traditional Christmas mm. dinner. Um, however, that is not to say that you can't have beef at Christmas. Because well, I'm going to be trialing this. Having beef this yes, year, exactly. They? Potentially. We'll see. Um, so I would be happy with either. But for me, like turkey is the Christmas meat, yeah. I think. What would you I'm the for? same. Yeah. Even when I go to like, you know, you go to like a Toby Carvey or whatever. Yeah. Now, and they have like, I always go turkey. I oh. love turkey. Yeah. Yeah, because beef, I like beef as things like hamburgers and like um, if you have like braised steak and a stew or mm. like mince and stuff. Yeah. But I don't tend to go for beef as a meat on its own. I'm more poultry. Mm. <laughs> poultry focused. The flavouring is easier with like chicken mm. and turkey than beef. So, yes. 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 But, yes, so, but I was, yeah, um, I'm, you've stymied me because I know you're making beef in your slow cooker for Christmas. Well, we haven't decided yet, so, but... <laughs> Potentially, yes. Um, so here we go. Here's all of our your in your insider. Yeah, the reveals of, of my big Christmas event. <laughs> I think I've accidentally agreed to host Christmas next year, and I'm not really sure how that came about. Oh, but, um, I know. <laughs> well, you haven't invited me, um, so I mean, I'm not sorry. part of your family. So I mean, to be fair, it's going to be a squeeze in my flat with <laughs> just my true. family. So if you, if you want to sit in my bedroom and eat turkey, I'll sit in the hallway, <laughs> like in your building, like with a plate. <laughs> you can sit in the bathroom. <laughs> A bathroom's really nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, right, back okay. to a Christmas dinner-related one. Okay, this one's interesting. So, sprouts or parsnips? Parsnips. It's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I eat sprouts. I I used to hate it, and my mum, my mum had a rule when we were younger. To be fair, I feel like it's still a rule now, but it's just an unspoken rule. Even yeah. though I'm twenty-three. <laughs> You used to have to have two vegetables on your roast dinner, right? That right. was the rule. And carrot and turnip only counted as one. I was fuming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went through phases. I'd go through, like, I went through cauliflower mm. and then went off that. I like that now. But yeah. when I was younger, I went through cauliflower. I went through something else. I couldn't remember what else it was. And then we finally arrived at Brussels sprouts. I eat them because I know they're good for me. But as we know... <laughs> Rosie knows really well. I hate green. Yeah, food. you don't like green food at all. So like broccoli, peas, green beans, cabbage. Like if it's green, it's a no. <laughs> 
So this one for me is so easy, especially when you have them at Christmas and you have them like roasted or you get like mm. the, um, to be fair, frozen parsnips that are already like pre Oh, I love any parsnips to be fair, but I love like those, like they're like battered or breadcrumb, or, no, mm. breadcrumb, breadcrumb parsnips, but like. <laughs> I I've never had them other than like just <gasps> fresh. Oh, Rosie. I'll have no, to try no. these. Well, when you come for Christmas next yeah, year in, in the, the bathroom, bathroom, I'll eat them. <laughs> So yeah, definitely parsnips. I feel like I always forget that I like them until I have them because we don't have, well, have them quite a lot. Yeah, I feel like parsnips are just very seasonal, so you don't mm. really have them apart from at Christmas. Parsnip so you forget. soup, amazing. <sighs> the best soup. Oh, uh, my gran used yeah. to make that every Boxing Day. We'd go around Aww. and she'd make us parsnip soup as our starter, and it was just the best thing of the whole day. <laughs> I used to work for concept originators because I used to give us stuff for free. But for concepts for the listeners, I used to work in like a smoothie slash coffee slash everything slash soup <laughs> place. <laughs> it was technically like a smoothie bar, smoothie and coffee, but we did everything. Yeah. Um, and I learned to make soup there. And I remember we used to make it was parsnip and parsnip and rosemary, parsnip Ooh. and something. Um, so I make I make a good soup after learning. Yeah. Them. Um, so I need to go back to making it because parsnip soup was so good. It's, it's my favourite um, soup, definitely. And the other problem, I'm just going to go on a rap about sprouts now. My <laughs> mum, like, I don't mind a frozen sprout that's been boiled within an inch of its life. <laughs> I don't mind that. My mum will literally buy them on the stalk. If they uh, have like a stalk yes. of sprouts in Asda, my mm-hmm. mum's bringing two home. Uh, and then when you're like, boil, it doesn't cook them properly. Well, she does, but not the way I like them. Oh dear. They're like basically raw in the middle. Oh no, that's not how you serve sprouts. They're crunchy. It needs to be nice like, and soft. But you know when smooth. you put like your fork in. Oh no. It, doesn't... it should it should cut open like a nice slice. Not like a, a hammer your way through yeah. it. <laughs> I also have to cut the ends off sprouts because it looks too much like something that's grown out of the ground. Oh, so you're supposed to, to do that off. anyway before you uh, boil them. No, no, no. Like the other bit of the end. My mom oh, does do that. I see. But it's just it, the, the thought of it being a stalk is ingrained in my brain now. You, just, you have very strange issues with sprouts, but uh, <laughs> I mean, sprouts have a love hate relationship. <laughs> so i actually don't know what my decision is because i love a vegetable fanatic i am i love vegetables and there isn't one i don't like and the thing is when i think of like parsnips i think of like honey roasted parsnips Mm. and they are delicious but then also i love sprouts and a christmas dinner is not complete without sprouts so i'm gonna go sprouts controversially um, Rosie, like we had this conversation the other week, didn't we? Is that you literally you couldn't think of one vegetable you didn't like? No, yeah, I literally love all of them. Whereas, because I was like, yeah, yeah, I eat onions now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, I've eaten those forever. <laughs> <laughs> like I've always eaten onions, like low key, without yeah, knowing it, but, but really chopped actually... up, mm. yes. or in a ring with batter. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is giving presents or receiving presents. Oh, so I think this is like where you transition from a child to an adult. That's what I was thinking. Oh, we're so in sync. So when you were younger, obviously receiving is the best thing ever because you're like, oh my God, I've got presents under a tree and it's the most exciting part. Yeah. But now there's nothing like giving someone a present. Like I absolutely yeah. love that feeling. Like I love the feeling of researching what I'm going to get them, yeah. ordering it when it arrives, wrapping it, like putting all the thought into it and everything like yeah. that. And then seeing their face when they open the present, hopefully they like it. Obviously, if they don't, it's not great. But if they do, it's just the best feeling ever. Yeah. So definitely giving, definitely. 
yeah I, I agree I'm not gonna lie I love I love getting presents of course I love, yeah I love opening presents like you know when someone gives you a present and even like if what's inside is terrible like I love unwrapping a yeah present. unwrapping oh. stuff it's such a like, nice exciting. sensation yeah I'm like where's the next present yeah, yeah you, you kind of want to keep going don't you, you get quite addicted yeah. to like unwrapping yeah. things um so when I've like opened all my presents I'm like oh not that I'm not getting any more stuff <laughs> but it's because I haven't got that excitement of like oh yeah it's not because you're greedy it's just that you were loving it just enjoy unwrapping presents yeah um and that excitement of being like oh look what someone's got me but I think I agree I think as I should get old especially when you're younger people tend to buy your presents for other people on your behalf yes and then when you hit teenagers you don't have a lot of money so presents are a bit naff yeah <laughs> they're like from home bargain do you know what I mean so they weren't great whereas once you get older and you can afford to spend a bit more on people yeah um, and kind of get them things that you know they'll really want that's really 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 exciting like was it last Christmas I got my mum tickets to go and see James Arthur in yeah. Manchester and it's something that I knew that she would never ever 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 buy herself mm-hmm. so I was so excited to give them so I think you're right I think you know I still appreciate presents but I think I get more excited now about giving presents yeah um yeah and especially because of that tense, because when you open your own presents, it's quite brief. Whereas mm. when you like give presents out to people, you like there's loads of people to give presents to. Yeah, um, that's true. So, it's more of an yeah. experience, and more of an all-round thing. Don't get me wrong, I love a present. Oh yeah, who presents. doesn't? Let's I love be honest. Receiving presents, there's no but... one that can say that they don't love <laughs> receiving a present. There are when people although I did know a girl at high school who was like, everyone who says that they prefer giving presents to receiving them is just liars. And I was like, Well, well <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Merry Christmas to yeah. you too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, the final one then. So would you rather dress up or dress down for Christmas? I'm guessing like we're thinking like formal, like nice dress versus pyjamas yeah. here. Yeah, because some people tend to do like loungewear or Christmas yeah. pyjamas and stuff mm-hmm. for all day Christmas. Whereas mm-hmm. what I've always done with my family is always kind of have like a Christmas day outfit. So it yeah. hasn't quite been like, you know, like... I don't know, like a like a, a ball gown. No, but it's <laughs> but just an outfit. We always you have out. like a special, yeah, yeah. But I tend to so definitely dressing up. I love that feeling on Christmas when you dress up and like you get new shoes or you get new whatever, and you mm. can make a bit of an effort, especially this year when there's nothing to make an effort for. Yes. However, <laughs> I have to do a balance because I always have to sit there and think. Right, I need to eat my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't space. go for like tight form dresses. We no. can't necessarily go for jeans. That's a bit much. That's yeah. So we tend to go for flowy dresses or like comfortable leggings that can mm. double, you know? Yeah. So yeah, dress up. I love the dress up feeling. It makes you feel like a more special day. Mm. But with room to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> How about practical. You? you need to be practical, but also mm-hmm. you want to look your best. You self. Be prepared. Yes. Interesting. So when I was younger we would mostly stay in our pajamas um because so we'd wake up have our stockings like with my parents so me and my brother um would both have a stocking and we'd go through to my parents room sit on their bed go for our stockings together it was the best feeling ever and then we'd like we'll oh, have a quick shower and get back into our pajamas <laughs> but then we would get dressed for our walk that we did on christmas mm. day before our Christmas dinner so I suppose like it's a bit of both for me it's always yeah. been like I'll, I'll start the day in like loungewear but then I'll dress up but it was never dressing up it would just be mm. like you know I, I probably would actually wear jeans and like a nice top or if I was given some nice clothes for Christmas I'd put yeah. them on because I'd be so excited to wear them like yeah. my brother got me a jumper one year and I wore that that day so I think it's quite a mix usually for me but this year I 
feel like I kind of want to make an effort because like you said we've not really had anything to dress up for no we've got to wear some nice clothes so yeah maybe maybe I'll even put makeup on for Christmas this year maybe to be fair I think all my makeup is probably rotten at the bottom of a box somewhere yeah like like frozen (laughs) solid from the cold now Honestly, I don't remember the last time I pro- like properly put a face. Like I've done like bits mm. of like a cheeky bit of eyeshadow because I got some of that ColourPop stuff, didn't I? Yeah. Which is really good. I didn't realise how good quality it was when I tried to put it on my eyes. It was really strong. Like I've been punching the face. <laughs> so we're going to have to practice with that one. <laughs> but like a full face of makeup, I haven't done probably since like March, February. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um. Well that's exciting yeah that's not longer than I thought but it was a nice chat I think I think it just shows how much we love Christmas and how excited we are for Christmas I think that's that's what it shows please stand clear of the doors por favor manténganse alejado de las puertas so then on to our Disney fun fact number two so 391 individual costume pieces are used for Mickey's most merriest celebration show that is a lot I know I know that's that's the parade in the merry Mickey's Mer- very merry Christmas party. <laughs> That's really hard to say. Yes. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. There we go. I got there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a lot. Mm. Well, I guess when you you think about all the different characters and the performers and the yeah, it's, yeah it's crazy. There is a lot of them. So. For one parade, that's insane. Yeah, for like one time of year. <laughs> oh, do you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see like an exhibition of all the costumes at yeah. Disney World, like somewhere. So almost like a museum yeah. where you can walk through and like look at that'd all of the so ones cool. they've used ever. Oh, that'd be amazing. Let's pitch it, Disney, if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> We've got an idea. <laughs> uh, so that brings on to segment two then. So we're going to be doing just a brief run through of the Disney Plus um, options that you can enjoy this Christmas. So obviously it's not the main focus of Disney producing Christmas films, but they do make a banger of a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Um, there's lots of live action ones too, and there's probably mm. a few that you don't realise are Disney. So things like Home Alone is now technically Disney yeah. uh, because it's obviously Fox, Century Fox. Um, so lots of live action movies um, and then lots of lovely animations, lots of shorts and lots of like spin-off Christmas films as well. Um, so much so that they've actually put together a Christmas collection on Disney Plus and it's called Festive Favourites because um, I was trying to find a Christmas collection like, with that name but it's not, it's called Festive Favourites if you're looking for it. So perfect excuse to kind of like have a countdown to Christmas with all the different films uh, and get out your hot chocolate or your wine or your gin, mm. whatever you prefer, or your mulled wine if you're going to go really Christmassy. Oh. I want one now. Why did we not do this? Why didn't we not make like a drink while we're recording this and have a oh, mince pie? I did make a drink, but I drank it because Rosie was late to our recording today. <laughs> <laughs> not wine. I'm not on the ale. I was going to say, like... <laughs> you made it sound like you've knocked back like a wine, of a wine, a glass of wine. I just get nervous when I record this. <laughs> do you know what? I don't like mince pies, really. Oh. I've never had half of one in my life and I wasn't a particular fan. I didn't know this about I you. Think... <laughs> I've never really had them and then I had one in like a seminar at uni in my mm. third year and it just wasn't the time do you know what I mean like it was just out of a packet it was oh, a... no. you want like I didn't a have nice... any clotted cream you need the the extras with it and you need like a nice drink to wash it down with mm. I, was, I was like trying to eat it in between my like team meeting about my creative <laughs> project so it wasn't quite the best no, that was, that was too shoehorned you need it in a relaxed as a kid, though, I always thought it was actual mints in Me it. Me too. So I, I think it. I think all kids did. <laughs> what a stupid name! I know. 
very stupid anyway we digress <laughs> yes yes so as you were saying so um some of the most notable films in the festive favorites collection on disney plus are of course mickey's once upon a christmas mickey's twice upon a christmas the nightmare before christmas which i still haven't watched mickey's christmas carol <laughs> the santa claus films beauty and the beast enchanted christmas oh i love that one awesome. so much home alone and of course, Winnie the Pooh's a merry, a very merry poo year. Yes. As well as several frozen shorts. There's there's so much on there. Like I had a look at it, it earlier. I didn't quite realise how many Disney films are now no, how many Christmas films are now part of Disney. So Yeah. Um and I think like I said before, so Home Alone, all of those are on there now. Mm. Um but the Santa Claus movies have always been Disney. I just didn't know. Yeah. Um, I think because when they were live younger. action maybe i just assumed they weren't disney but obviously to be fair i've never really what i've never seen them actually but i've always mm. heard of them mm. um oh my god there's a, there's a good luck charlie christmas special <laughs> uh, that's the other thing that they have they've like they've made like a category of all the um episodes oh of christmas goodness. specials of all the series <gasps> on the disney channel yes i can't remember what it's called um oh, but they've excellent. done that and that's so great if you just want to relive those moments of the series with those characters I do that with, like, with things like Friends, to be fair. I go through mm. and watch all the Christmas episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got things in there. I know that they've released, I haven't watched it yet, and I really want to, the Fairy Tale Weddings series yeah. on there. Yeah. But they've done one with holiday themed. So there's a holiday themed wedding one as well. <sighs> there's like. Um, That's so magical. Disney, a Disney decoration one specifically about hol- like Christmas. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, and then loads of live action ones that I, have ne- I haven't seen, but maybe one day. Who knows? And yeah. um, Santa Paws about the dogs. I need to watch them. I've seen those. They're good. They're good. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. Oh, and just for a moment. Oh no, the Nutcracker and the Four Elves. I knew what you were going to say as soon as your tone changed. I was like, I know where she's going with this. <laughs> we won't be discussing that film today because um, it's terrible. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're not going to beat around the bush. We got really excited. We went to see it, didn't we, when it came out? Because it came out as a Christmas time film, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. The three of us, me, Rosie and Danielle, who was in our Marvel episode, so that was episode nine to go. It was nine. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we all went, we were, we were so excited for this film. The cast was insane and it finished. We were like, sorry, where's the plot? Um, so we won't be discussing that film today because no. uh, it's terrible. It was sorry underwhelming. Like it, but it had, we just moaned about it forever. It, it had potential, but it didn't use it. It so. was a letdown. Yeah. To be fair, we should probably review that one day because I do have good things to say about it. Yeah it's just an overwhelming disappointment anyway so there's loads <laughs> of different things on there that you can have a little look at um so we definitely recommend dropping on they've also done a brand new disney holiday sing-along yeah so in lockdown they released the disney sing-along there was two of them where they had um famous faces from across the globe kind of come together and sing i think there was like a beyonce doing mm. um was it when you wish upon a star i think she did there was christine aguilera was in it there was like oh anyone everyone was in it it was amazing yeah they've done a christmas specific one which is really cool um so yeah there's loads on there absolutely loads and they have even added to it and um, so there's some new films this year that are specific to disney plus so disney plus original movies they're both live action mm. so we have godmothered and noel and um, so noel stars um anna kendrick i'm quite excited to see that one I've seen it. Um, have you? Have <laughs> yeah. you seen it? It's on my list of things to it's watch. It's really good. I, I would highly recommend. Really, really good. Good. That, that makes me happy. And then the other one is Godmother that only came out last week. Yes. Um, which, again, looks fantastic. Bit of a bit of a rogue on Disney there. Um, um, I've also seen it. 
Is it good? <laughs> it's great. They're both really, really Amazing. great films. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that they are both good. Um, <laughs> even if someone watched them without me and without telling me. Well, but that's fine. Um... I mean, we move on. Um... <laughs> There's also like the Once Upon a Snowman short that came out this year, which is mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have. Me too. I'm very on it with Christmas things, <laughs> you see. Um... And the lovely Frozen Fever one that will oh, always get me. Yeah. I love that one. I love all the And Olaf's Frozen, Frozen Adventure. There's loads of them. Mm-hmm. And a Star Wars holiday special, which is like the Lego one, I think. So. And I have seen that too. <laughs> of course, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas because we're not going to talk about it later on um, but mm-hmm. I feel like we need to give it like a special shout out mm. because we absolutely love that film. It's just beautiful. The songs, in that film. The, songs the songs the are incredible. I also think it's really clever that they kind of did it as like a snapshot from when she was in the castle. Yeah. I didn't know that when I was younger I was trying to work out what was going on because I was like why is he still yeah. the beast? I was yeah. like we moved on from I did this. the same thing I was like sorry that's in the past? Yeah I was like is he back to being the beast again? And then obviously as I got older I realised what, what actually happened. It was a nice flashback. Yeah. <laughs> it was during Christmas time when she was in the castle so, but yeah, yeah it's Big it's... shout out to that film. Mm-hmm. Great plot great villain just fantastic. Yes. Um. Anyway so I haven't actually seen most of them. I think I've seen lots of the animated ones, but I yeah. haven't seen a lot of the live action ones, to be fair, as we've just realised. <laughs> um, so what's your go-to Disney Christmas film then, Rosie? Um, so I think I, every year I'll always watch the Mickey's Once Upon and Twice Upon a Christmas. Yeah. But um, my favourite is, uh, as we'll find out, spoiler, is um, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, A Very Merry Year. No. Very Merry Poo Year. Very Merry Poo Year. I knew there was something missing. I was like, it doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's my favourite Christmas. Like, that's my favourite Christmas film ever. Um, Just because, well, you find out, but it's very nostalgic to me. So I always watch that one every year. Um, I think animated ones are definitely my favourite Christmas Mm. films for Disney. um, Because I do love live action ones outside of Disney as well. Um, But I definitely think the animated ones are my favourite. Like the Beauty and the Beast one is one of my favourites as well. It's just so stunning like the castle when it's decorated and it's so christmasy as well like it's not like it's not like a beauty and the beast short well actually it's a film it's like hour hour 15 isn't it yeah yeah um it's not like another beauty and the beast film with like a hint of christmas Mm. it's very christmasy which is yes and i think that's important with christmas films because i think sometimes they're not as kind of extra or as full-on as they should be like christmas they're kind of like set at christmas time yeah rather than being a christmas film yeah Whereas I think my favourite ones always the ones that are actually all about Christmas. So, yeah. um, so they're like my favourite ones that I always gravitate towards. Yeah. But I also do like the Santa Claus ones. Um, they're quite cosy Christmas feeling because they're right. all about Santa. Yeah. And obviously that is, you know, um, especially when you're a kid. But still now, of course, Santa is because an Santa important is real. part. Yes, he, he is. Um, he's an important part of Christmas. And I think that one's lovely because there is a lot about children in that one and the right. elves. And I do love elves. I think they're, they're cute. So, yeah, I think they're, they're the ones I go for. Cool. Um, but um, having seen Noel now... Oh, that's definitely going to be one that I watch every year. Uh, Godmother will be as well, but it's not it's not as Christmassy. Noelle is no. very much over the top Christmas vibes, which is yeah. what I'm here for. So, so yes, they they are definitely like my go to ones. I wasn't really a go to film. Sorry, that was like it's fine. Story I'll take of my it. life. I'll do the same. It's Christmas fine. films. So you got story more in your the history of Rosie's for. Christmas viewing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's your go to Disney Christmas film? 
Once again, we'll find out very soon. My favourite Disney film is Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Mm. I love that film so much, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I think my other favourite Christmas films aren't really Disney, to be fair. Mm. I love, like, The Polar Express, Arthur Christmas. Oh, I love I that. love um, The Guardians. What's it called? The Guardian. Oh, the one with the Easter Bunny in it. Yeah, with the Easter Bunny and the Tooth yeah, Fairy. Yeah, that was a good one. Rise of the Guardians. That's there it. we go. That's the one. Yeah, that one is good. I'm a sucker for the Polar Express because that was a film that as kids we used to watch with our family normally yeah. on Christmas Eve time. Mm. So I'm a sucker for that film. Um, so I do have a lot of like, um, and the Christmas Chronicles on on Netflix. If you haven't seen that, have you have seen that one, Rosie? No, I don't think so. Oh my God, so. I don't, it's amazing. I'm not 100% because I've watched a lot of Christmas films in my time. You'll remember this one because it only came out about two years ago. Oh, um, is this the one that's had the second one just come out? Yeah, yeah, it's right. literally, it's fantastic. I only watched it for the first time last year because my mum and my sister showed it to me. Actually, I think we watched it in, in July. My oh, sister was just watching it as Feeling you do. festive. Um, but it's fantastic. So I love them. Mm. I feel like live action wise, I do tend to go outside of Disney as well. Yeah, so live I action do. wise, I tend to go more like, I love Miracle on 34th Street. Mm. I love that film. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. So yeah, love that one. I also then, in terms of, of Disney films, because I do love the Disney films, uh, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, so Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, I'll always watch on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, I either watch on Christmas Eve or the day before. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Yeah, uh, Beauty and the Beast and Christmas, I tend to watch that one. Yeah. Um, they're my main ones. Um, I tend to watch Mickey's Christmas Carol at some point throughout as well. Oh, yeah, um, me too, actually. I didn't mention that one. Yeah. Not the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I just, again, I will watch any and every Christmas film. Like the other day, I watched, I watched one yesterday on Channel 5 that was terrible, but it was like, because it was Christmas. I was like, I love this film. It was yeah. about this guy in America whose families were coming to stay. So he hires a Christmas coordinator to come and decorate the house and then take his family around because he's too busy for work. And obviously, they were going to fall in love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know um, that happens in every Christmas film. It's always going to happen. I watched one a few weeks ago where this girl woke up and, and in a whole new life. It was Ooh, just honestly quite traumatic. It was. It was very dramatic. So I will watch anything and everything that's Christmas themed. I, I have to agree with that though as well. Like I feel like I will watch every single Christmas film just because there's something about that festive feeling. Like yeah. it's so exciting and it's so yeah. cozy. Like yeah. yeah. So I don't think I've ever it's hate quite a easy film. to watch as well, yeah. don't they? Um but yeah, Christmas Chronicles is my big recommendation for you all. I know it's not like Disney, mm-hmm. um, but it's, oh, it's hilarious. I laugh so hard at that film. Um, and again, lovely messages. So yeah, I yeah. love Christmas films that do have messages in them. Me too. Which is why I love yeah. them. Yes. Um, is there a Disney Christmas film that, that you want to watch this year that you haven't seen yet? So um, as we've established, I've watched quite a few. Um, apparently you just watched them all. So <laughs> does this question really apply to me? No, I'm joking. <laughs> so I need to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas, but we need to watch that together. And also, I feel like I know it is Christmas, but I feel like it's more of a Halloween film. True. I feel like it, it does get away with it, though, because when he goes and he discovers Christmas Town. Yes. Oh, and my God. This. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Music quizzes are playing off. Um, I love that scene, and like you know, it's, it's a bit of a different type of Christmas film, but it does. Yeah. But the, the weird thing with that is that it actually takes place over Christmas because it takes place oh. after Halloween's finished. Oh, like, like the night Halloween that. finishes, yeah, it then t- it actually is takes place over Christmas, and um, so technically it can get away with both really easily. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't be like my go-to Christmassy 
film. Yeah, um, it's just not the cozy Christmas vibes that some of the others are. Between, but I lean towards it more at Halloween. Uh, but yeah. we definitely need to watch one together. Um, definitely be funnier. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's the main one yeah. for me. Like, there's a few on Disney Plus I haven't seen. They're like old, old, like really quite old. Ones. Loads, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So I think like I probably give some of those a go. I probably like to watch. Oh, I definitely want to watch the um the Disney World decorating series. Yeah. That's probably like the highest on my list. Um, cool. but other than that, I'll just rewatch all of them because I've pretty much yeah. seen them all. Um, but how about you? Which one? I want to watch Noel. Definitely yes. is the one I want to watch this yeah. year because I think it looks, isn't it like Santa Hair and it's like Santa's daughter and brother or something? Not Santa's yeah, daughter. Yeah, like it's it's his children. Kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it looks really funny. I want to watch that one. Um, I think that to be fair is probably the like, the one that I'm like I want to add that to my list. Want. Yeah. It's hard because normally, like even with Halloween and stuff, I tend to kind of lean more towards Disney films. Whereas mm. at Christmas, because there's such an array of films, yeah, you there's have to so kind of many balance more. the Disney with non-Disney. So, mm-hmm. yes. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Uh, and that moves us on to Disney Fun Fact number three. Uh, I love this one. This is uh, in Epcot in Disney World. Um, 11 countries decorated for holidays around the world at Epcot. Oh. So at Christmas time, all different pavilions will decorate for Christmas in the way that is appropriate for their country. Oh, I would that's love so to nice. See that. I would love to see that. That would be amazing. I bet that. And I bet that's really nice because obviously lots of um, older people that work in the pavilion are from those countries. Mm. Um, so when you go and you stay and you're away from your family and your home for Christmas, I think it would be really nice to go to your pavilion area that's kind of decorated a bit like that. Yeah. That would be really nice. Oh, that, that sounds so nice. I think what we've decided is we need to go to Disney World at Christmas at, Christmas. at some point <laughs> yeah. because there's just so much. Yeah. That we we need do. to go at Halloween and then stay all the way to Christmas. We need to go there for a year. So we experience every single season yeah. <laughs> and event. Yeah, that's the answer. Um, okay, that brings on to segment three then. And we are moving now on to the sections where we do um, our favourite Disney films. D- d- favourite Disney Christmas films. Yes. Um, so this is Rosie's favourite Disney Christmas film. Rosie, do you want to tell us what it is? <laughs> yes, I'll try and say it right this time. So my favourite Disney Christmas film is Winnie the Pooh, A Very Merry Pooh Year. Well done. Well that done. is it's quite a mouthful to be fair. It is. Both of our favourites. <laughs> they are. Why do we pick them? I don't yes. know. So we'll talk about why in a minute, yes. but we'll do our classic intro to the film. So I need to do the plot justice. Yes. <laughs> because it's your favourite film. So uh the film was released in 2002 and it was a straight to video. Remember those? Oh. Uh, straight to video release. Uh, it's just over an hour long, and um, so it is it is a full-length mm. film. Um it's it feels to me like it's like two separate stories it's funny like you have yeah. like the christmas side and then you have the new year side so in the christmas the first half of the film is uh it's christmas eve time and um, all of the Pooh and his gang are meeting up to like exchange presents Pooh is being Pooh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to hide presents in honey pots and forgetting people are coming around and it's just classic Pooh. it is um and they kind of get talking about what happened the, the year before uh and so they do a lovely poo flashback <sighs> to the year before um where christmas was not quite as imagined as a, a, a bit with um it actually reminds me a little bit of Nightmare Before Christmas because uh, in Nightmare Before Christmas, Jack Skellington basically goes and like takes over Santa's job for the night, but doesn't uh, do it very well. Oh, I see. Because he's given them like snakes and stuff in the it's just, oh. yeah. 
Um, so it reminded me a little bit because Pooh basically they try and send their letter to the North Pole to Santa Santa. Pooh mm. forgets to put his present on because it's Pooh. Um, Classic. So they, of course, it's Pooh. Rosie was like, he's such a liability, and I was like, I love him, but it's so true. He is. He'll he be is. that friend on a night out that you'd be like, where's Pooh? Yeah, you'd be like, oh for goodness <laughs> sake, here he is again. <laughs> you'd be like, why is Pooh on the floor? Um, <laughs> so. Pooh gets the letter back and then kind of like adds adds his addition on um, and they try and send it back. But alas, it does not make it to the North Pole. It comes back in the middle of, of Christmas night. <laughs> so Pooh takes it upon himself with Piglet to go and deliver presents to his friends. It's really cute. He makes all <laughs> the presents himself, but they're really bad. <laughs> they don't work. Yeah. So he says instead he's going to go to the North Pole and deliver it himself. It's a bit tight, really, because basically he goes, I'm going to take the rest of the North Pole, and everyone's like, okay, bye. Yeah, bye. Nobody goes with him. No, not even Piglet. Piglet. I'm a Piglet. He's betrayed by Piglet. I mean... Because Piglet sits there all day, and it's like, ah, the best present I'd want is to have Pooh here. Yeah. Like, well, you could have. He's like, I miss Pooh. It's not the same. And it's like, well, you could have gone with him. Like, Pooh's freezing, and Pooh's on his own, and he's lost. Yep. Um, he could be in a ditch somewhere, but you're just sat here around a tree complaining. <laughs> So that's like kind of the first half. They kind yeah. of recount that. Um, I won't spoil what happens. Um, <laughs> but that's that's kind of the first half. We then move back into the present and they exchange presents. <laughs> um, and it makes me laugh because, as I mentioned before, Pooh loses. Well, he hides Piglet's present and the minute comes. One of our favourite parts of the whole film <laughs> is it comes to Christmas Day and they, they have all the celebrations. Everyone gives their presents out. Yeah. And Piglet's like... Ah, Pooh, you didn't give me a present, but that's okay. <laughs> it's because maybe you just—it's so passive aggressive. He's it like, is. maybe you just forgot, but that's okay. It's because Pooh's like, "How did you like my present that I gave you, Piglet?" And he's like, mm, "You didn't, didn't give me didn't one." Give me one. But he says it so eloquently, and he tries to be so, so polite. <laughs> it's, it's the second half when he's like, "Maybe you just forgot." Yeah. <laughs> so Pooh literally like legs it back to his house. <laughs> And can't remember where he's hid this present and just stays there till New Year's Day. <laughs> it's quite an ordeal. I it's mean, dramatic. it's quite traumatic. Yeah. Um, anyway, New Year's Eve comes um, and Christopher Robin goes to collect Pooh and then the rest of the film, second half of the film, is about New Year's Day and the fact that Rabbit's not a very nice person. Um, <laughs> to put it bluntly, <laughs> Rabbit's just sick of them all. Yeah. And basically says that... Is it a she? Is it a she it's a he? he. It's a he. Oh, is it? I always wow. used to think it was a she, but it's a he. So he, apparently, um, as a kickoff, it is like, I'm leaving because you're all terrible friends and who you eat too much. And you're too sad and pick up, you're too scared. And Tiggy, you're too hyperactive. Yeah. I'm leaving. It's all very dramatic. So all the friends get together. It's really cute. And they decide they're going to make New Year's resolutions because that's what Christian Robin has taught them about. Yeah. To change for rabbits. So rabbits don't have to leave. What they end up doing is changing into each other. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, Pooh becomes depressed, Tigger becomes scared, like, that kind of thing. Um, One of the highlights of the film for me is definitely when we see Eeyore walking on two legs with oh, a jar yeah. of yeah. and Pooh's top. It's very amusing. That is. Um, and then they go back and Rabbit's like, this is even worse, what are you all doing? <laughs> um, and then it kind of goes from there, and then they have the nice resolution at the end, as we all always do with one of the Pooh films. Yes. Um, and it's finishes and it's lovely um it's not like groundbreaking no. plot, but it's very wholesome no. it's a nice like kind of thing to either have one in the background for like christmasy crafts or whatever yeah um and it's definitely a nice one for your kids and it's a nice one to kind of watch if you want like a nice good christmas wholesome feeling i think yeah 
yeah it's i not agree too serious is it so no it's definitely um, not serious it's uh oh <laughs> comical so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel like it should be well i'll talk about that in a second but i feel like it should be kind of split into two but i'll talk about that later yes um, well actually interestingly it's interesting you say that because i i'm pretty sure the first part was yeah. originally released as a like its own film yeah it and then was, they added it? the the new year segment on and then made it like a, a combination um of the two yeah i think it was called wasn't it um what what they did was they took they they cut down an old winnie the pooh yes. film called winnie the pooh and christmas that's it. Two, which i think is so cute um they kind of cut that down and then scored the two together um but i'll talk yes. in a second i'll let you let you do yeah. your reviews so um, so rosie's gonna do her critic review so i think before i start this i think with christmas films reviews are very different as well because i feel like they're meaningless they're, aren't they? they're just kind of like people are you know carried away with the festive spirit and like so like they'll either over review it or people just won't review a christmas film because it's not if they've gone to the cinema and like they want to review it or anything like that so i feel like yeah. they're not quite the same as our usual reviews in the sense that they're like you know completely representational or you know yeah so this film though on rotten tomatoes has 71 percent. that's really high actually I was really surprised at how high Me it was. Me too, because even though it's my personal favourite, as as you said, <laughs> like it's not groundbreaking. So I would understand if it had a lower percentage yeah. because that that is fair. But clearly, people are on the same wavelength as me. And, and that's the critic score as well. well like that's... these critics, they need to be my friends because clearly they actually know a good Christmas film. Not my friends, but we'll get well, to yes. that in a minute. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then equally on IMDb, um, just for comparison it's quite a good score so you've got 6.8 out of 10 which is not bad oh, at yeah. all when you think like there's some i think some of the marvel films literally have a score about like 6.9 yeah. or like 7 so well it's still about 70 yeah. isn't it so yeah, yeah it's a decent so, rating I think actually kind of um probably a bit over the top to be honest but I, i'm not going to complain <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, it's quite well received i guess we could say as a as a christmas film yeah and it actually won an award um not not an oscar don't, don't worry <laughs> couldn't have done any well i could have done um but it won an award for best editing um as at the dvd premiere Aww. award i think so i just when i was researching this film and that came up and it was like an award i was like it won something and then i saw what it was that's and i was so like cute. oh okay that's quite cute um so yeah actually award-winning film everyone um so <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's the best um but in terms of reviews um i think when i was looking at this they were quite mixed but mostly mostly mm. like in favor of the film yeah. i'd say um unlike what's coming up next um <laughs> <laughs> so for example james plath from movie metropolis quite a hard word to say from uh, 2013 mm -hmm. said if your child or children likes Winnie the Pooh they should enjoy this holiday feature because it involves familiar holiday rituals with a gentle variation as only the hundred acre wood gang could manage but it's only for preschoolers now Wrong. that is an outrage <laughs> it's all fine it's absolutely fine 10 out of 10 until it says the preschooler section like no because that's, that's an lie. insult um I'm not a preschooler uh, I'm nearly 25 so <laughs> sorry <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> I agree. sorry james um but 
we can't be friends um moving on <laughs> tracy moore from common sense media which is something we usually reference when we're um looking mm. at reviews says in 2013 says beloved characters celebrate holidays differences is that what it says yeah i think it means yeah i did copy and paste the review <laughs> but i think what they're saying is like it celebrates holidays and differences, and differences. right but they put a comment i understand it's just not very good, Tracy from Cameron Sense Media. No, I, I, grammar, but I agree. I with agree because that. that definitely, um, like, the differences part in the New Year's section, like, it's very yeah, special, it's very prominent, and it yeah encourages you to be yourself. But we'll talk a bit more about that in a bit. So then we've got Jamie yeah. C in 2015. He said oh. that another classic from Pooh and the Gang. Yes, a nice little story. He always says that like the like like they're banging out like singles. <laughs> another classic um nice little story celebrating the holidays and learning about how deep friendship goes it's funny warm and just the perfect film to watch with the kids at christmas yes jamie yes or on your own as a well yes that too but at least you know that they appreciate it i agree jamie i mean the little story you're belittling it a little bit there but it's a little bit gone a nice story but it's okay We'll we'll accept it and then lastly Dan, in 2013, said, Winnie the Pooh, a very merry poo year. God, it's really hard to say. It's a delightful <laughs> and whimsical, I'd agree with that, feature full of the festive mm-hmm. adventures of the Hundred Acre Wood. The first half of the feature is a recut version of Winnie the Pooh and Christmas too, as Katie said, and is followed by a second story about the New Year's resolutions made by the Hundred Acre Wood gang in order to prevent Rabbit from leaving them. I hate really Rabbit. Not I'm nice, saying is it. it? I love Winnie the Pooh, like I love the yeah. whole gang, but Rabbit just doesn't matter. Every time we watch it, I'm like, why is Rabbit He's in this? just not a likable <laughs> character, I, I don't think. And He's so selfish. And it's sad because my like favourite teddy when I was younger, I used to have a Rabbit plush and it was like the really old style mm-hmm. Disney store. And that was like my, my yeah. plush of choice. Um, and now I'm like, interesting. Um, <laughs> well, what does that say about you? That it really is a child. <laughs> wow, that's um, it's quite rude. Moving on. <laughs> Well, because it's the fact that in in this film, like at the end, when they're like, "Oh, like why would I leave like friends that are so fantastic? They would change just for me." And I thought, that's not a good no, thing. No, that's not. That's not a good thing. No, Robbie. you need to reevaluate yourself, not not your friends. Like you need to change. <sighs> that was the problem. Really angry. Um. Anyway, uh, Dan carries on and says, "Yet on. there's nothing particularly inspired or original." Sorry about Winnie the Pooh, a very merry poo year, making it rather uh, sorry a rather mediocre but enjoyable animated feature well mediocre mediocre is not the word um that is the <laughs> nutcracker um in a nutshell specifically the the live action disney one the nutcracker itself oh. has some fantastic versions barbie's nutcracker that can we is just one say? of the best films ever to be honest just as a quick just, aside yeah, barbie's i feel that all the barbie films 10 yeah. out of 10 but yes um a mediocre animated feature it's a no That's for me like wrong. Um, why can how can you say all those things about it like it's delightful and it's whimsical yeah. and it, it's all these lovely things and then you say but it's not inspired or, and it's mediocre and how can you say it's not original like sorry have you seen anything like this before like I've never seen a group of animals like soft toys like having a Christmas party together like I actually think it is quite yeah. original especially the the New Year's yes part. definitely because people tend to forget about the mm. New Year's like time of Christmas, and it's quite interesting that they they focus on New Year's and that the whole like switching resolutions to stop being who you are. Yeah, that is 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 quite. I unique. think so. 
it, fo it focuses on like the whole festive period rather than just the one day or the build-up instead of the build-up we've got the actual yeah, period to be fair I was annoyed that we didn't get to see more of Christmas yeah. Day because Pooh went off in a sulk in his house. But, see, liability. <laughs> but I agree. He's a liability. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. It's nice that you kind of get the whole Christmas period. It's yeah. nice. So, yes. Um, do you have any other reviews? or is um, that, No, that, that, is, that is all of them, yeah. Well, see, I think, yeah, you're right. Overall, it's very positive, but they're basically saying, like, it's a nice film, but it's not very groundbreaking. Yeah, which is fair. Which I kind yeah. of get, to be fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, I agree. So since it's your favourite film... Well, your favorite, you know favorite Disney your favorite film, Christmas of course. Film. Yes. Tell us why you love this film so, so much. So I find this quite a hard question because you know when you just love a film and someone asks you, yeah, "What because. do you love about it?" You have to kind of actually analyze it and pick it apart in your head because you're like, <laughs> "What do I actually love about this film?" I think the reason I love this film is because it's like a tradition to watch it because I used to watch it every mm. Christmas Eve with my family and my grandparents and we'd be like opening presents together we'd be eating food and that would be on in the background um and it would just always be there on the screen so for me it's just very nostalgic yeah. and I just have so many memories of watching it with my grandparents my parents my brother and it just makes me feel very cozy and homey and, and Christmassy yeah. and it gives me that kind of together feeling of Christmas and I think because obviously yeah. Pooh's like with all his friends and you feel like you're like that you know at Christmas time you're with your like friends and family yeah. well you know most most years this year's an exception <laughs> um so for me it's just so like nostalgic and so Christmassy um yeah. and it's just now because it's become a tradition I think it's one of the most memorable ones from my youth as well like the one I instantly knew um from your youth from my, you make my youth, like you're like I know back in my youth <laughs> from when I was you know what I mean like when I was like I don't know yeah, four no, or five maybe younger um yeah my parents always used to put it on and also I should mention as well um I know my parents will be listening to this as well so hi mm -hmm. <laughs> I've never actually uh, gave you a shout out uh they're very loyal listeners um but they they, they really brought me up with Winnie the Pooh like they both love Winnie the Pooh and my childhood was very much Winnie the Pooh oriented so I think because I had such an attachment to the characters yeah the Christmas version was like wow like it's my favorite time of year yeah. with my favorite characters well, I didn't know there was a Christmas Winnie the Pooh one until I went on to Disney Plus in March mm. and was looking at the Winnie the Pooh yeah. collection and there was a Disney, a, a Christmas one. And I was like, what? So I mentioned it to Rosie and she was like, yeah, I watch it every year on New Year's, like on Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, I'm so behind. <laughs> I was like, I'm a letdown as a, as a Winnie the Pooh fan. I was surprised that you hadn't seen it before. Yeah. That, that did shock me, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> you've seen, <laughs> We can still be friends. I've seen it now. Um, but... Oh, there's so many, there's so many reasons. Like, I love this film though because I think like the messages that come across in this film, like yeah. Christmas isn't about. I mean, this is a message that's in a lot of Christmas films, but you know, in this one, it's like Christmas isn't just about the gifts. Like, it's about being yeah. around people. And like for Rue, like he's still really young, so he's like still like super, super excited about Christmas. And I think everyone yeah. like kind of resonates with that feeling of when you were younger how you would literally like yeah. be so excited you were going to burst like I was thinking this before when I was taking the bins out oh. I don't know why but <laughs> how inspiring <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my inspirational moment with the bins um and I was thinking you know when you were like it's different as an adult because time goes faster yeah. anyway as an adult yeah. but um I feel like we just had last Christmas and that might just be because of this year but I, I feel that a lot more as an adult I mm -hmm. feel like we've just had a Christmas mm. Whereas when I was a kid, it used to feel like forever until Christmas. Yes. So that when Christmas finally came around, it was like a mm -hmm. huge deal because 
it just felt like we'd waited forever yeah. for Christmas. Um, so it's it definitely is a generational thing that changes as you as you grow mm-hmm. up and um, your response to Christmas. But I think that's what you are. You are right. It's nice that you have all the different types of generations in this yeah. film that are kind of represented. Um, because I agree. I think it's, that's the one thing I miss about being a kid, to be fair, is that excitement about Christmas. I still get yeah. excited, don't get me wrong. But it, like I say, it used, it used to feel like you'd like waited forever mm-hmm. for Christmas to come. And when December hit, it was like, oh my God. Um, whereas an adult now, I'm just like, oh, look, yeah, it's back like, again. Oh. I need to spend yeah, money. Like, oh no, I need to buy these presents. I haven't, I haven't thought about it yet. Or like, Literally this year, I was like, I'm not ready for Christmas yet. Like, it needs to yeah. slow down. I was like, I <laughs> it's suddenly the 10th, and I'm like, oh, I see. Um, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and the quote that gets me the most in this film is one said by Kanga, and I love her as well. And she says, Our memories are the real gift of Christmas. And I think that just sums Aww. it up, really. That's so true. Like, that's true. Like the other day, I was at the bus stop. I don't know why they're all like menial things, but I was at the bus stop and I chatted to my sister about Christmas last year, and I was like, "What did I get for Christmas last year? Like my main yeah. present?" And we were like, "I can't remember." Um, it came to eventually, mm. obviously, but I do feel like that is true. Like you know, you can get the best present you ever yeah. wanted, but I probably couldn't tell you what I got three years ago because it all kind of blends into yeah. one. But I could tell you different memories about those mm-hmm. days instead. So I definitely agree. That's a very very poignant. It quote. is and. Yeah, it's, it's just nice as well, because obviously this film is aimed at kids, like, originally. So that's the target audience. <laughs> but we know Disney never means that, you know, it's aimed at everyone, all ages. Um, but it is just a really great message for kids as well. I think this this film is yeah, very good um, to show your kids, because it teaches them really valuable lessons. Um, it does. So, yeah. And obviously, like, with the, the New Year's um, section, I love how it teaches people to just be themselves. Yeah. Like it really encourages the fact that you shouldn't have to change yourself. If you have to change yeah. yourself to get on with someone, they are not your friend. Like it's not, it's not worth that's it. That's such a good point because I think that's something that as a kid, I mean, I only really learned it like oh, a few same. years ago. If that, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you feel like you have to change to suit yeah. people. You feel like, you know, if you behave a certain way and someone doesn't like it, that, you know, it's your mm. fault. Obviously, if you're like a bully or a racist, well, yes, yes, you should absolutely. change. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I think it is an important lesson because kids go through, you know, my little sister's going through at the moment at school, like teenage girls mm-hmm. in particular, kind of struggle with that, trying to fit into a friendship group. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like they have to kind of change or be interested in certain things to be a friend. And I think it's something that isn't necessarily talked about enough yeah. in films is that if someone is asking you to do that, they're not worth yeah. your time. And obviously one of the poems isn't as explicit as that because flipping rabbits still there but it's that idea it's the same message so I agree I love that that's featured in this film I think it's one of its real unique highlights yes original originality (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 so they're like my main reasons that I love this film um but I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are on it so we can have like a discussion because yeah I think I think I, I think you like it but I don't know if you like it as much as me. I did like it, so. yeah. Do you know what? I think I don't think I like it as much as you, but I think that's kind of tied into tradition, tradition yeah, and stuff like I that. Agree. And I think 
as you said, something like one of the poo is targeted to younger children initially yes. anyway. So it's always kind of hard to come in with Winnie the Pooh at a later yeah. age for something new um, because, you know, you're not the target mm. audience. <laughs> um, however, I mean, I did love it. I think what I'd have preferred is like, you know, with like the traditional Winnie the Pooh films when they kind of split it up into little mm-hmm. shorts and like stories and we have the narrator come over and he's like, oh, and then this happened yeah. and then we split it up. I think that would have helped it a little bit because I did feel myself kind of like wavering in the middle a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was like, I checked it, it had only been 20 minutes and I was like... Oh, <laughs> no, it's a repeat of Fantasia minutes? again for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but it wasn't I didn't mm. like it. It just felt like a weird setup for yeah. Winnie the Pooh because Winnie the Pooh normally ha- is like... It's episodic. quite short and snappy. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and especially once... Because when you hit Christmas Day in this film, you're only halfway through. So I was like, oh, for yeah. goodness sake. I was like, I've been on a million one journey. I know, and it is quite a journey, <laughs> um, this film. It is, yeah. Um, I think, it, obviously, it is an older mm. film. I thought it was old in 2002. I thought it was yeah, the 90s. because of the animation. animation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But we said this last night when I was watching it, I actually quite like that because it adds to the nostalgia of the Christmas film because like lots of the animation <laughs> is quite interesting. Yeah. Like there, there was a bit, was it poo or ticket? Or there was like a close-up of someone's face and it was quite traumatic. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um. And like the, their walks and stuff are like quite clunky, yeah. I think, if you were to compare it to like the 2011 mm-hmm. film. But I liked it because I think, like you say, it's more kind of nostalgic. It's more that Christmas cozy feel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely would watch it again. Um, I think for me, it was something that I'd probably have on in the background yeah, like more than maybe presents. something that I would sit yeah, and, yeah. I, I know what you mean because I agree with that. Like, it's not something that I have to like sit here and watch because it, it's not like captivating. It isn't captivating. No, like it doesn't challenge you. No, it doesn't. Um, so yeah, in that respect, it is quite slow. Like it's not a fast-moving um story, and like Mm. we said before, it's not a groundbreaking story. Um, but it's just very festive and Christmassy, and the spirit of Christmas really comes through as well. Like with Pooh and Piglet trying so hard to not ruin their friend's Christmas by like making these presents that are. That honestly broke my heart when Pooh gets like stuck in because basically Pooh's like delivering presents but just really badly <laughs> and he keeps getting stuck. I'm like, their, their doors are always open. Yeah, I know. The Why door. are you trying so hard? And he's like getting stuck in the window. And the bit, there's a bit where like Piglet is like the reindeer oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to like pull Pooh on up this hill on a sled. <laughs> and it's hilarious, but it's just he's trying I so know. hard. And Pooh's just sat there like, yes, come on, Pooh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I love, like you say, I love all the ideas. I, I love the, I love the emphasis of this film, not on the presents, because to be fair, the presents they ask for. Are oh yeah, like Winnie the Pooh literally asks for a, for honey. I'm like, you, if your house like, is he full doesn't of need honey. anymore. <laughs> and then Rabbit with his fly no. sorter. I'm like, you could go and buy that. Like, if you were in this world, you just go to Poundland or Home Bargains, wouldn't you? Like the fly exterminator <laughs> when it gets like bumped yeah. up. Um, and. You know, to be fair, one of the one complaints I have, and it's a complaint that I have about most Winnie the Pooh stuff, is that there's not enough kangaroos. Yeah, I love, I, I love those too. And they're, they're quite often not in them a lot, which is, is, is a yeah. shame. Um, but I loved, as always, obviously Pooh, of my course. babe. I love Pooh. <laughs> um, my mate, I've got one of the Pooh tap on now. So there you go. Um, I love them, and I love that um, their friendship is so strong yeah. throughout it. I think it's really nice. Um, I think, like I said, there isn't a focus on presents no. at all. Like, the kind of it's Christmas, so they talk about presents and stuff, but it's not. They all ask for one tiny thing, yeah. and Pickle doesn't even ask no. for anything. Um, so I do like the messaging behind it. I think, like you say, for kids, it's a great one because it looks at Christmas as friendship yeah. and people instead of presents. 
um so yeah I definitely enjoyed it I definitely watched it again I'm glad I finally got to watch it um although <laughs> the theme song oh <laughs> the, the one where it's like deep in the hundred acre wood that one yeah. started and it's a different yeah. version of the song but it's it's like really soulful yeah. and dramatic <laughs> yeah it's more like they put a lot more into it than before like it's like some kind of like sexy jazz singer trying to make it like oh I had a good laugh to be fair I was like this is not especially because like the original one is so like yeah so like upbeat like hearted yeah 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 so that was one thing I was like Disney what are you doing (laughs) but other than that um yeah I enjoyed it I think it's a nice Christmas I probably wouldn't you know I agree with what the critics were saying in general about it being like a nice yeah, Christmas yeah. film. Um, probably it is more targeted to kids than maybe other Disney mm-hmm. Christmas films. But I would still say that it was a unique and original. I wouldn't say it was a copy of no. anything. I still think it's like a nice, clever film. I just probably would have preferred it more episodic. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's just nice that but, it exists. Yes. Yeah. I think. As well. Oh, yeah. I love the existence. I love like their little outfits I know. and their little hats. Pooh dressed up as Santa just, as well. I also think because I don't really like Rabbit very much, but that Rabbit was in it. I a think lot. he I like, probably destroys the vibes when you get to the New Year's <laughs> section. Destroys the vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Even like, I mean, it was also a really violent film. I kept oh, thinking, yeah? like, I was shocked at how violent it was. Like, when Rabbit like goes for the I flies. I know. Yeah. It was quite a lot of like banging and aggressiveness. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I've watched it. Um, and I agree with the fact that it's your favourite Disney film. I think that's a very um, reputable. Thank decision. you. And just one final thing. I love when they sing um, Old Lang Syne at the end. Because oh. that is just such a classic. I love when Pooh puts his own I know. In. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh. That to me is the bit I remember, like from my childhood, the most singing that song, like swaying to it when I was younger. Do you know, I hadn't heard that song until I was nineteen. Oh wow, interesting. I went to a New Year's Eve party back in Lancaster. Yeah. I went to uni, um, and I went to this house party on New Year's Eve. Bit of a disaster of a night. Of a night anyway, I had to climb into my house through the window. But that's another <laughs> story. <laughs> um, I get there and everyone starts like singing this song <laughs> and like waving their arms around with each other, and I was like. What? <laughs> I was like, and everyone's drunk, of, of course, course, as well. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, like, I can't really ask anyone because everyone else clearly yeah. knows what's going on. So if I'm like, sorry, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> so clearly I should have watched this film yeah, as a child. Yeah, then you would have been educated um, on this song. Yeah. I know. I know. But yeah. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Well, I'm glad you approve of my choice. I do. But it is now time to move on to your choice. But before we do that, we've got our fourth Disney fun fact. This is definitely my favourite one. Yeah. So I gave this one to Rosie because it's about yeah, food. Of course. So one 16 foot tall gingerbread house. Wow. At Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, baked with 1,050 pounds of honey and involving more than 160 hours of decorating. That's, That's not insane. just a... I really want to see this gingerbread yeah. house. I really want to see it like in person because I know it will smell incredible. I don't think I'd ever leave. One thousand and fifty pounds of honey. Winnie the Pooh. Would that, love he that. would just live in it. 
um and slowly <laughs> eat <laughs> he wouldn't eat the, the whole, whole thing and then he'd just be sat there like <laughs> the size of the house oh, i love that that is not an easy bake though is it that's not something you just whip no. up that is Imagine the size of the oven that you would need to do that and how many, like how well timed it would yeah, have to be. Yeah, because it, it has to be like perfect for it to like stand like for as long as it does because it's up quite a long time as well, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely something. Imagine if you did like something wrong <laughs> and then like the top just fell oh off. Goodness. Imagine if you were the reason that that was a disaster one <laughs> Christmas. Because that would be all over. Yeah, it would. The, it would be internet. everywhere. And you'd be thinking like, oh. To be fair, if there's a year that's going to happen, it's going to be this year. But I don't no, think it's going to be this year. No, I don't think year. they've done the same. They've done like nice trees and no. things, but they haven't done quite the same. Stupid. Which is thing. a shame. But oh, we need to see that one day, desperately. We do. And then steal it and eat it. So <laughs> moving on to our last segment then is my favourite yes. Disney Christmas film, which is Once Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I love, I love this, this film so much. Um, I'll go into my tradition and why I love it in, later. I'll restrain myself for the plot. <laughs> so this uh, this one came out before the Winnie the Pooh Christmas film. It was released in 1999. So it's an old film, but you, know, you wouldn't no, think it no, is. The, the animation, animation is ahead of its that. time. Definitely. Um, so it was another release director video, um, and it's an anthology film. Um, so it's because it's made up of three different stories. Yeah. So that's what I love about it so it opens and it's like the classic like book oh. opening it's like a little Christmas tree and a narrator um, and there's like a Christmas tree with like three presents under yeah. the tree um, and each present is a different story and it's actually the cutest it really thing is. in the world um, so there's three different stories throughout the film um, one focuses on Donald, Daisy and their nephews Huey, Dewey and Louie and Uncle Scrooge pops in as well which yes. I think is quite cute um, one on Goofy and Max which I'll talk about it in a, in a sec, but that one I think is quite unique Definitely. and original. It looks at single parenting as a mm. father, which I think is really, it's even now it isn't done no. really. Um, so yeah, and then one on Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto. Um, so I'll just run you briefly through them. So Donald, Daisy, and their nephews, Huey, Jimmy, and Louie. That one, I love, I love that it. one. This one is like the, the, the three boys wish that they could have Christmas every single yeah. day, and their wish comes true. <laughs> And it's quite stressful because yes. uh, obviously at first they love it. And then as it goes on and on and on, they're like, mm, this isn't fun anymore. Mm. Like they're literally reliving the exact same day and no one else yeah. knows. Um, the point being that on the first time they have the Christmas, they kind of ignore their family. They play tricks. They don't value Christmas properly. Yeah. They're only interested in the presents. Um, whereas by the end, what they realise is that Christmas is not about the yeah. presents. And it takes them a while it to does. get there because they go through those different phases days. of like trying to pretend. Yeah to get through it that they're in it for, yeah. yeah um and what they realize is that actually they just need to realize the true meaning of christmas yes. in order to move on and have boxing day <laughs> <laughs> um but i love that because i think you know it's very clever because we all say oh i wish it could be christmas every single day yeah. i love you know when you're younger and i think it does show that actually it will probably get a bit boring anyway after every yeah day as well. definitely and again we come back to yes. that idea that it's not about presents mm-hmm. Because uh, they get the presents that they want, um, and what they actually do by the end is they actually make Donald his own. Yeah, present, that's um, really cute. Really wholesome and lovely. Um, so that's a really mm-hmm. great one in terms of like um, for kids and learning that actually it's important to value that your family on that day in yep. particular. Then we have one on Goofy and Max, which is just one of the most wholesome, pure stories mm-hmm. I've ever seen in any from any film ever. I agree because obviously Goofy is a single dad. Max in this one is quite yep. young. 
Um, so Goofy's trying to do Christmas for Max. Goofy is like really into Christmas. He's doing everything he can to make the best Christmas ever for Max. Max is hitting like his like doubt, Santa doubting yeah. stage. And he's like, I hate Christmas. I'm a moody teenager, blah, blah, blah. Like he must be about like eight or nine. I think now, so. I think. He's, kind of, he's not no, quite a teenager. But he's like approaching that yeah. stage of like, I want to be a cool yeah. kid without actually being a teenager. Um, and it's really hard to watch because Goofy, like, you know, says, let's make, let's write a letter to Santa Claus. Mm. And, like, and Max is like, no. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts of this is that Goofy, really understatedly, there's like a family that lives near them that aren't as fortunate mm. as they are. Goofy takes loads of presents. He takes a full, like, Christmas dinner over um, and gives this family a Christmas that they couldn't afford otherwise. <sighs> It's just, it's so lovely. Um, it's impossible not to like have a tear brought to your eye by oh, that scene. It really yeah. is. Because that, I feel like that one in particular shows you so much about what Christmas is really about. It's about being selfless. Yeah. It's about thinking about other people. And there's a quote in that where Max asks Goofy, what did you ask Santa for? Oh. And he's like, the same thing I asked for every year. And Max is like, what's that? And he's like, your yeah. happiness. Oh, and I just that think that is like, I imagine parents that watch that will be like, yes, yeah, literally, <laughs> um, so beautiful. So that one is all about. And then there's a section where um, Goofy kind of starts to doubt. Max basically brings Goofy down. Um, oh. So Max then kind of learns from his dad, and he pretends to be Santa, so and cute. he like does all these lovely things and. It's a lovely relationship between a father and a son and that single parenting unit that we don't yeah. get to see a lot on TV. Um in the, you know, an animated Disney show. <laughs> of in all a, places. I know. Um so that one is a is a yeah. beautiful one. Um and then they kind of like sit on the roof and look for Santa and it's a it's a great one. Again, it's like with Max, because Max is obsessed with like proving that Santa yeah. Claus doesn't exist. And what he realizes that actually, obviously Santa Claus doesn't exist, but that's not what's important about Christmas. What's important is what you do yeah. for other people. Yeah. So, it's a journey. And then it is a journey. Max goes on a big journey in that one. And then the final one is my oh, absolute this favorite is golden. Christmas story of the This all. is absolutely golden. Mickey, Minnie and Pluto. So in this, obviously, Mickey and Minnie are getting it on. They are together. <laughs> um, and they're trying to find each other the best Christmas present. Um, and Mickey, um, they both have jobs in this, which is what I love as well. Yeah. Like Mickey was, is working at um, a Christmas tree yard and Minnie is working. Um, is it a, it's a factory. I think it's like it? a factory or like a department store because she does like the gift wrapping, yeah, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, so they're both working in these, these places um, and they want to get the other one the best gift oh. ever. And Mickey has a, a pocket watch. Is that right? No, harmonica. 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 Yeah. I'm just yeah. confusing them. Harmonica. Mickey has a harmonica that he kind of plays all the time. Um, and then Minnie has a, like a, a pocket yeah. watch um, that she kind of always has. And they both make comments like, you should really get a case for your harmonica. And then he's like, oh, you should get a nice chain for that pocket yeah. watch. And so they both plan to get that for the other to kind of match the person's thing. However, it's very short before Christmas and they are running out of money. There's different situations where their money, Minnie thinks she's getting a bonus and then the bonus is a really bad Christmas It looks pudding. like it's gone off because it's <laughs> <And> solid. Then, <laughs> it's disgusting. And then Pete, Ugh, horrible Pete. Pete, basically steals all of Mickey's money. Yeah. He gets to the shop and the shop's oh, closed. It's like it's traumatic. Yeah, it really is. So they both, I'm not, do I tell them how, I'm going yeah, to gonna have to tell them how it goes. Yeah, you're going to have to. Mean so they both it comes to Christmas morning and we're all sat there like what's gonna happen? Oh. What what are they gonna do? Comes to like Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and they exchange presents. So Mickey gives a chain oh. to Minnie's pocket watch. Um and Minnie gives a harmonica case to Mickey for his harmonica. 
and honestly this is like they're both like oh that's yeah. really nice because because they've each sold their favorite possession yeah. in order to buy the other it's so precious and wholesome and i cry every time because they are so emotional because they open it and they're like oh like thank you but they're also like oh no <laughs> like honestly it's a disaster but also not a disaster it's a standout christmas moment for me because again it's about putting other people first and being so selfless just to see somebody else happy i think that is just that it's such a it's so well written and again it's the idea about hard work and i think it's because they're just not they're not exactly well off either of them they both work so hard they try so hard and you know it resonates, I think, with a Definitely. lot of people, that story, and the fact that you want to give somebody the world, but you can't, and you can't always yeah, afford it. so you have it. to make sacrifices yourself. And that, I think that just, you know, it's, it's like a whole selfless, like, thing. It teaches you to be selfless. And and it teaches you that, actually, you don't need to do that, because they both yes. realise what they've done, actually, is buy a present for somebody else that they know. Yeah, exactly. Use. So it's not about, you can make people happy no. just by being you because he, they both could have just yeah. not bought each other a present and he could have played his harmonica. She could have just like whipped out her pocket watch when he asked for the time, like he always <laughs> does. And they yeah. both would have been as happy as they are. So so it, it, it does teach you that idea that actually, like, you know, you don't, money isn't everything. Yeah. Material things aren't everything. It's a bit like what we said about in, in the Money the Pooh one, just being you is yes. enough. And yes. I really like that story for Christmas. Oh. So I love I love this one mm-hmm. so much, but I'll talk more about that in a second. But that's kind of the summary. And then it kind of all comes together where they all sing Christmas oh. carols at the end. I love, I love that, that, how all the stories yeah. at the end to sing Christmas carols. Very Christmassy. Oh. Um, critics' reviews do not well, agree with me. I was just going to say, I feel really like warm and like festive and like emotional <laughs> after that. That was a very good summary, by the way. Um, Thank I feel you. like I've just watched it again. That's why I'm a bit emotional now. <laughs> um, so now we're going to have to put a bit of a downer on the, the episode um, because unfortunately, um, the critics that reviewed this film um, are heartless. Just don't think it's very good. Um, and we're both kind of fuming about it. So on Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it 40%. 40 percent like, i'm sorry especially because when you look so the the audience score on rotten tomatoes is 66 yeah. which I'll yeah take. that's okay and the google user score is 92 yeah. percent um so the people love yeah the film. But critics just clearly don't like christmas because disgrace that is a disgrace i wonder what they gave the nutcracker film we'll have to look that up because if it's more than that <gasps> i will <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> live it <laughs> Because that was, I mean, they probably did. That's what they do, isn't it? They'd be like, it's a piece of art. Yeah, they'd be like, it's unique, but it's not. It's not unique. It's unique. It's this terrible. is unique. Anyway, we we, we move on. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, on IMDb, as as you said, the audience understand how great this film is. Um, we've got seven point two out of ten. So that's Yay! that's good. That's definitely. I I agree with that. Um. <laughs> score definitely yeah. and i agree that it's better than poo in terms of obviously personally it's not mm. but in terms of like what it actually is the story and everything and how it's done yeah structure of yeah, a film i think and animation as well like i think it is better so yeah i agree with 7.2 uh, i think that's quite a good benchmark yeah, that's fair I'll um, take that. and then before we go on to some reviews this film was nominated for an annie award um for those who don't know an annie award is an award that recognizes excellence in animation in cinema and television Aww. So it was it was nominated for that um, for an award for outstanding achievement in an animated home video. So 
Well, that's a mouthful, it is. isn't it? And it didn't win, but still, the, the fact is that, you know, clearly it was nominated for quite a highly regarded award. Yeah. So it should have won, but, you know, here we are. Anyway, yeah, so on to the reviews then. So Andrea Beat from uh, Common Sense Media in 2014 said that th- um, they reviewed it as three average Christmas stories highlight positive messages. Andrea, <sighs> get in the bin. Average. 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 <laughs> Disgraceful. Average. Do us average that review. <laughs> <laughs> so human. true, though. Honestly, there's nothing average about it. Like that's the whole point. They're like so unique stories. Yeah. Like to be fair, the everyday being Christmas one probably has. Well, been because it's like Groundhog Day, so I understand that one's not as unique as it could be. Mm. However, Goofy's one <sighs> and Mickey and Minnie's one are so unique i'm not having it uh, yeah they're not average sorry andrea andrea sorry we're done. um and that's from common sense media who we normally have a lot of yeah, time we do. for so andrea normally they yeah. are actually more positive than that and the fact that she said that they highlight positive messages one. just isn't enough i'm afraid so um moving on moving to on. michael <laughs> de Quina from the movie report in 2005 so he said that this is appropriate viewing for the entire family, yet both films are definitely ones made for the smaller set. Uh, sorry, that's my fault. He he was referring to actually the Winnie the Pooh oh, one as well. He reviewed them both I at the same see. time. Um, but I think it was the, the, the first Winnie the Pooh one, not the very Merry Pooh. Oh, movie. right. Okay. Um, I see. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's okay. This annoys me because, again, like with the Winnie the Pooh reviews, when they were like, it's for preschoolers. No, I, no, no, no. Smaller set. No, no. Do, do we look small? Animation does not equal. No, children. this is what Sorry. really, really aggravates me. I could go into this. Yeah. I could go, I'd do a whole episode on this, but like <laughs> animation is seen as kids' films and it really infuriates yeah. me when I talk really passionately about these films. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, but it's just for kids, isn't it? And I'm like, just a cartoon. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's just a cartoon of like, you know, happy endings so, all the time. And I'm like, no, you've clearly not watched sorry. them then, have you? Especially because my nan, I think I've mentioned this in the past few episodes, me, I've got my nan to start kind of watching more oh, Disney films. Um, because there was, I wanted to show her like the Lady and the Tramp film <sighs> that we did episode three of the yes. Fancy Listen. Um, we, but since then I've kind of got her into like more of the mm. animation. So I showed her Zootropolis. I showed her Inside Out. Uh, I've started to show her Lady in the Tramp 2, Scam's oh. Adventure. Um, and she said to me herself, she was like, I would never think about watching cartoons without like just without you, yep. like without ever kind of going. She's like, but actually I really enjoy mm. them more than I thought I would. And I think that's true. A lot of people, like you say, think that cartoons are for children. And it's just, it's an art form. You look at anime, yep. which obviously is more popular in Asia, but it's kind of coming mm. to um a lot more that's like teenagers and adults are really into anime and, and cartoon and stuff because it's a it's an art form like everything yeah. else um it's still got an incredibly talented amount of team behind it and it's potentially you know just as impressive as filmmaking because the drawing oh, elements that go so into animation time. and the talent and the the patience is insane yeah. um so i completely agree with you i think people assume it's children because it's animation and that and yeah actually quite offensive to the artists behind it to say that it can't be appreciated by and i think audience, what annoys but... me is probably sometimes people have watched these films and they like them but they won't admit that they like them because it's not yeah. cool to admit that you like an animated yeah. film which is just sad and i hope you can get over that anyway (laughs) melvin in 2013 said overall this is a good family christmas movie it just wasn't necessarily my thing for parents, that's okay. that we'll allow that. For parents, it's a movie to sit down and watch with your kids around the holiday, and it presents them with good Christmas themes to live by. 
I'll take that. Yeah, that's fair. fair. That's a fair analysis because it can like not be your yeah, thing. Yeah, because you know? you know sometimes things just really are not something you're interested in at all. Like a good dinosaur. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Nutcracker. Um, but obviously with your kids, you will watch it in the background and watch it with them. Yeah, because see, Melvin has appreciated it for the film for its good yes. qualities, even though that he might not watch and it again. So he's well acknowledged that different groups watch it as well. So thank you, Melvin. Yeah, Very credible thanks, Melvin. Uh, source there. Thank you. Um, and then Michael in 2010 said, truly the best thing that the mouse and his friends have ever been in. And it truly stands out among all animated Christmas movies and specials. Yes. Just I a thousand agree, times. Michael. Yes, Michael. Um, this is, if I could sum my views on the film, that's yeah. it. I think it is the best Mickey Mouse Absolutely. Thing. The, this and Twice Upon a Christmas, I think, are the best Mickey Mouse gang mm-hmm. thing because you get you get a snapshot into their lives without each yep. other as well. They all get their own moment to shine. It's all like, you know, like that idea of like kitchen sink drama, yeah. like you get to see inside their lives. Um, I love it. I do. I think I agree. Yes. Yes. Michael. And I think it's very wholesome and not kind of like tacky or just made to be funny because sometimes you have got some mickey yeah. like uh series especially yeah. the newer disney channel stuff which oh. is just made for like you know jokes it's more like farcical, yeah more interactive um, like slapstick yeah. stuff isn't it sometimes yeah, which yeah. is definitely aimed at kids whereas this the messages yeah. apply to everyone no matter what their age so um with yes. that said then casey why do you love this film so much as Michael said, that's why I love it. I think it's this idea that I think it stands out because, of, like, again, it's not a focus on presence. Yeah. So, yeah. It, again, like in the Max and Goofy one, he goes on about this like skateboard and it's like a long, like 72 inch, five meters, seven times, yeah, four some crazy skateboard model. And he goes on and on and on about it. Um, but by the end, he's forgotten like he gets it but by the end it's forgotten about because he cares more about the people that he's yeah. with he starts to see like you know the importance of being with other people and putting the people first i just i think it teaches you the parts of christmas that you should be enjoying that we don't always notice so even things like in the the donald duck one mm-hmm. where they're having like their christmas dinner and daisy's like how nice that the whole family are together and the boys are like leave me alone i want to go and, they're like, just scoffing like, their faces already before the turkey's even been carved like there's one where they eat it's quite funny because the second day of christmas when they have it they just kind of like take the milk and they like get their presents early yeah. they eat the turkey before it's even been served it's quite amusing if, if really yes messy. um but you know people can sometimes get a bit stressed over things like christmas dinner and giving presents and family coming to visit and whatever like you get stressed about Uncle Scrooge and that coming over because like an auntie what's her, what's oh, her I face can't remember her name. who knows and and something um who gives them like kisses yeah just, isn't she but they then kind of come to like appreciate that and I think you know that's what Christmas is about yeah it's about making time for other people um putting other people first putting other people's emotions and their feelings first yeah and just having a day to spend and enjoy other people's company yeah I agree um not everyone can do that you know some people don't have family mm. so you know which, which is why if you do have it you should enjoy it yeah, all the more definitely um, make the most of it yeah absolutely um so that's why i love this film so much i, I love the episodic nature of it i love all the little individual stories um i love that everyone gets a moment to shine because people like donald and daisy and goofy yeah, tend to be background yeah. figures for mickey overlooked time fine because mm-hmm. i love mickey but it's nice to them have their own kind of shining moment. Yeah. Um, particularly, particularly Donald, to be fair, because Donald is quite often seen as just like the aggressive hot yeah, head in the corner. 
and I love in this one where like he does that he has like a, he talks to the boys about the presents and what the true meaning of Christmas is and you see a lot more of Donald yeah, I think which is a different nice. side to him um yeah so I just think again it's, it's all about that real real message of Christmas in a not so cheesy way as you'd think as Disney yeah. would do it it is very actually understated and it's like I say they look at that whole, I love the fact that they do a single dad I know segment, that's amazing I just I think agree. it's so progressive and it's great um and like I say, the stuff to do with like Mickey and Minnie is to do with, you know, like economically challenged families and how, you know, you can still yeah. enjoy Christmas. It's not about the money. Don't put yourself under pressure. Because yeah, of the don't money put yourself out to force a Christmas. Yeah. You will still have Christmas. Well, I've seen quite a lot of that this year. It's saying, you know, your friends and family would love you so much. They wouldn't want you to buy them a gift that will yeah. put you into debt. Yeah. You know, they're not going to want that. Exactly. No one wants that for their friends and family. So, um. Yeah, I just think it really captures loads of different elements of Christmas, loads of different target audience, mm. loads of different demographics. And I think that's really sophisticated for a 1999 Disney animation. About yeah, Mickey. I think it's very mature. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a very mature way yeah, really of addressing Christmas, which is usually in films very much a kid's topic, especially with Disney. But I think with this, yeah. it's, it is another level, there's another dimension to it. Especially the goofy one, I think, because when you go to the goofy one, like I say, he goes to someone else's yeah. house and he literally brings them an entire oh. dinner. He brings presents for the kids. He comes and dresses Santa. And there's a moment where the parents, like at the end, say thank you. They're like, we don't oh. know what we could have done without you. Like, we wouldn't have had a Christmas yeah. without you. And it's very understated and kids might not get it. And I think watching as an adult, we can all think, you know, like this mm. year. So many families this year will kind of be having a, a, a much harder, tougher COVID, COVID. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas yeah. because mm-hmm. of COVID, because of job losses, etc. And I think we all realise how close we all yeah. are to having no money, having nothing and struggling. Yeah. So I think it hits harder even this year because there's so many families out there right now who hopefully will have people like that who can kind of make their yeah, Christmas special. Definitely. Um, but that's why I love this film. I just think it's all about other people and it's about what you can do not just on Christmas either. I think that's yeah. nice. The messages are transferable. Yes, they apply um, all year round and should be applied yeah. all year round. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, that's why I love Twice Upon a Christmas in the same way, but like maybe not mm. as much because lots of them is it's it's maybe more commercial side, yeah. like side of Christmas and Twice, which is fine. But you have like a lot more visits to the North Pole mm. and kind of going to more see Santa. Kind of generic and... like tick box Christmas yeah. film. Um, things which is enjoyable yeah. don't get me wrong and there's still really important messages in mm-hmm. there about friendship and about valuing people yeah. um and all those different things but I think that's why once upon a Christmas has the mm-hmm. edge because it's not as cliche yeah. I don't think um yeah so yes that is my, my why I love it and this is the film that I watch every single Christmas Eve before I go to bed this is my <sighs> so yeah so tell me what because I know you've seen it because obviously with Winnie the Pooh one I only saw it yeah. for the first time yesterday in prep yeah. for this this episode but I know that you ha- have seen it yeah. before but anyway so tell yeah. me what you think I actually didn't watch it for this episode I was keeping it for Christmas Eve I know it so well <laughs> you <laughs> don't even, don't even need, need to refer back it. to it no yeah this is um like a firm favorite of mine as well mm. I definitely watched this from a really young age I can't remember when um but I'm sure as soon as it was out my parents bought it because that's what they did with every Disney film I was very lucky and fortunate <laughs> that they love Disney because it's made me who I am today so again thank you parents who are listening <laughs> you get <laughs> lots, lots of shout outs tonight aren't they you make it up for um but I love it it I, I honestly just you talking about it then it makes me like light up and it makes me look forward to Christmas yeah. so much and it makes me so emotional as well like I just yeah. think 
one of the things that this film teaches everyone that watches it is that you shouldn't try and rush through Christmas and because I think people can rush through certain aspects of it or skip it because they think oh this isn't my favorite bit this isn't important but that might be someone else's favorite bit so for example the Christmas dinner some people might not really understand the whole like you know effort that goes into it they just think oh I'm hungry my uncle does this though my uncle doesn't my uncle never has Christmas dinner properly because he doesn't want to eat at three o'clock in the afternoon he always says like I'm not forcing a Christmas dinner around me down me at three my mum always goes can you not just once a year just yeah (laughs) so you're right like do people enjoy different things and different people have different like priorities on the day definitely and I think that's what the um is it stuck in Christmas the first one the Donald one that's what it's called I think uh that's what that one showcases the most to me is that everyone's got like a different favorite part of Christmas that they look forward to yeah so just because you have a favorite it doesn't mean that you dim the light on their favorite um because for them that's like the most important part of the day and obviously for Daisy she was so excited about this meal she did a little speech that was the cutest it was so cute and she was gonna carve the turkey and everything and the boys just rushed and like well they're already gobbling down the side I mean fair because I understand (laughs) like hunger so they might have been hungry but like it's it's just the way you do things you have to acknowledge how much effort people put into things and I I get it because at a young age you maybe don't quite realize the effort that goes in the the food just appears the presents appear like it's all magic um but now you know reflecting on that um at this age I'm like so much effort goes into Christmas and like everyone has different favorite parts and they do different things and it's just a season of togetherness and a time where yeah, you should just appreciate everyone around you for who they are um so I think the whole film beautiful so, I'm gonna put that on a quote thank you <laughs> it showcases that to me and I think they've all got as you kind of said they've all got like different messages to them but like my favorite one is definitely um the Goofy and Max one um I thought it was gonna be the Mickey and Minnie one but the goofy one just brought like tears to my eyes like it really I, it just got me and I think the bit that got me the most is the bit you were saying before where he obviously um does the dinner and the presents for the family that are yeah. less fortunate and you can see how happy the kid is with his two cars and he's like yeah. Santa oh. got me this one last year I hope he gets me another one this year oh. and Max is there dreaming of this massive like extravagant snowboard and it's like you know it's just perspective yeah. it's like not yeah. everyone could have the same as you um and that we should Mm -hmm. all help each other out and it's when the parents thank goofy like you said uh, we wouldn't christmas wouldn't have been possible without you and goofy's like it's fine you would have done the same for me and that chokes me up like obviously i was just sat here watching it on my own but like i was tearing up (laughs) at that i was like oh goofy like so i just think yeah the, the message of selflessness um and togetherness and just you know how it's about the people christmas is about the people but yeah you're right it doesn't just say like the message isn't just christmas is you know life is all about people and the memories you make with yeah. the people and then of course the mickey and minnie one is just that story deserves like to be something in its own right and i i just it deserves yeah. so many awards um having like obviously the goofy one's my so favorite much. but that that one is just a masterpiece in terms of story and animation it's beautiful um and that one is just it's so nice because you know it teaches you like you're saying you don't need to get all these fancy things for people and you don't need to like yeah. stress yourself out over things no matter what happens 
even if the Christmas dinners are fail, like no matter what happens, yeah. you'll recover it in some way and that will be a memory. Yeah. You'll be saying the next year, like, oh, do you remember last year when the turkey was on the floor? Like it will be. We've, yeah, we've had that when my nan didn't cook the uh, pigs in blankets. Oh, and I can imagine that wrong. being a disaster because pigs in blankets are like the favourite. Well, first of all, she's the thing she's a vegetarian, oh, see, so that wasn't a priority for I her. See. And she forgot to cook them, then cooked them and they were still a oh, bit no. raw. So we were all like, where are the pigs in blankets? But again, it became a yeah, memory. Because you'd be so, like, oh, yeah. I remember that year when that happened. So don't mm-hmm. kind of obviously, like you say, you do remember your gifts, but you have to kind of think about it sometimes. And obviously there'll be some standout ones. Yeah. Um obviously I remember from yeah. my childhood, like my parents got me such amazing gifts when I was younger. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like obviously so grateful for that. Um, but you know, it's not about that. You remember that, but the bits you remember the most are, you know, sitting down watching films together, uh, Christmas yeah. caroling, um, baking, or just having Christmas food. You know, like my parents always put on like a big yeah. spread, like on Christmas Eve. So it's all of that kind of stuff. That that's what Christmas yeah. is about, and just being together. And I love this the scene yeah, at I the agree. end where Mickey and Minnie have like obviously attempted to give each other their gifts, and they've realised, oh, this is a disaster. Oh. But like they're just sat there. And like obviously Minnie's house is kind of falling apart a bit. You can tell that they try to make it look yeah. like it's not that great because obviously she's not that well off. We've seen she's in debt. So like it's not, you know, some fancy. Oh, yeah, because the yeah, bills. she's got loads there, of bills. She has all the bills. Exactly. Yeah. So even though she's in debt, she still wants to make Mickey happy. Um, but at the yeah. end, they're just sat there on a sofa, hug like with their arm around each other, and Pluto and Figaro are just like sat on the floor in front of a fire. And it's like, that is all they needed to have a special Christmas. Their yeah. love for each other is all they need. Um, and I think that is the most valuable lesson of all, is that you don't yeah. need material things. And obviously, like, I'm not going to lie, of course, I love material things. Like, I think it's quite natural to to love that because, yeah. you know, how can you not? Um, you're surrounded by them. But at the end of the day, strip yeah. all of that back. You still have enough when you have people yeah. around you. So yes it's just so wholesome and um I just want to watch it again (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just it's just amazing but also like you said in terms of animation it's it's so like ahead of its time yeah it baffles me yeah um so yes oh and the narrator at one point I think it's after oh, the goofy yeah. section. I'm not sure. He said this quote. I had to write it down because I was like, this is so nice. He <laughs> says, um, Christmas can be found in the ways that we live, not what we receive, but what we give. Oh. I, I love all those little quotes <sighs> from too. that film. It's really good. The narrator has some great some great little moments, yes. which is really nice. Yeah, it's a great structure, like you said, with the books. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, excellent choice <laughs> in summary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. It's been a bit longer today, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. Even if you're listening in like two halves, yeah. I think today's been a little bit longer than Christmas and we're allowed yes. to do that. Um, so thank you so much for listening. We hope you've got you in the festive spirit and we hope you've got you planning your Christmas films uh, for the next few uh, weeks. Mm. And hopefully both of our favourites are now on yep. your list. Um, <laughs> I want to just do a really quick mention before we finish. So I was privileged this week to um, go and chat to the three guys over at the Three Musketeers podcast. Um, I chatted to them about my when I worked at Disney. And um, so I was doing a little shout out for them because they were really friendly, really great. They've got their podcast um, 
but I think releases more regularly mm. than ours potentially I think um I think they maybe do every week I'm not entirely sure but go and check them out they're on I think they're on Apple definitely um and the episode should be releasing in January but I promised them How I'd exciting. do a little shout out for it um yeah so I'll keep I'll, when I've got a proper date um I'll let you know um but that's another Disney podcast to go and listen to if you're when you listen to us and one yes. more <laughs> um check them out because they are all really lovely people and they are based in america uh, as well so you'll get like an american yeah different perspective perspective which is cool yeah they're all there it's like two sisters and a brother i think as well so uh, it's a nice family podcast to go and listen to yeah it's good um if you've enjoyed our episode today though then please subscribe on spotify and or apple Podcasts. or if you're listening on podbean follow us there i know we've, we've actually had a lot of people listening in from pandora podcasts mm. um, recently and um, so whatever you do on there to subscribe yeah. Please do. <laughs> um, if you have been listening for a while, um, because obviously we've now had eleven episodes, please just drop us a little review. Um, it really helps us kind of pop up on um search results. So when you type in like Disney podcasts, um, reviews and um ratings and stuff like that, and subscribers will really help us kind of rank so that people can find us and, and share in the Disney magic. Yeah. Um, so thank you to those of you who've already given us one. We really appreciate it. Um, if you've been listening, because we know you're all listening, yes. we can see. <laughs> Um, when it'd be great if you could just drop um some reviews that'd be really really helpful for us a nice christmas present this is our present to you (laughs) is the episode so your present could be a nice review um and again if you have got any disney loving friends pass us on to them bring them into the the mix um because we'd love to have them listen yes and as we've discussed life is all about the people and we love more people to join us on our podcasting journey (laughs) so yes please bring more um so yes and don't forget to follow along with our instagram because coming up we've got a 12 days of christmas content planned which we're both very excited for because i don't know if you can tell but we love christmas have we said that enough times (laughs) um so yeah make sure if you don't already follow us on instagram to do that and it's a sprinkle of disney podcast is that our handle Yes, Yes, it it must be right. Yeah, so if you'd like to follow us over (laughs) there, then yeah, do so. And then coming up next time, we will be reviewing the film that is launching on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. It's the new Pixar one, and it is called Soul. So keep an eye out for that. I think that's going to be very interesting. We should know. Um, I think the next podcast episode, if you if you are a regular listener, there will be a week delay because we're having a week. We we don't really want to start recording. Otherwise, we'd be recording on Christmas Eve. We're both busy. Um, yes. I don't really want to be editing which I love you all I don't want to be editing a podcast on Christmas Day um, <laughs> I have food to eat um, so it'll be slightly later I think we talked about no. kind of around so uh, like New Year's yep. Eve time probably when the next one comes out instead um, yeah so apologies I hope you don't miss us too much but you can always go and listen to the that older episodes again or if you're new here you've got loads to listen to so don't worry you've got plenty of content so yes Merry Christmas from us <laughs> and then finally if you've ever got any inquiries or just anything you want to say or suggestions for episodes anything like that at all um, our email address is a sprinkle of Disney podcast at gmail.com don't know why that's so hard to say we but always that's... do it every single time <laughs> I think on that one as well I think if you even if you've got an idea of someone that you think might like to be a guest yeah people don't tend to put themselves forward but mm-hmm. if you know someone that would really enjoy being a guest on the show we're definitely gonna look next year um so from from the next episode that's pretty weird the episode will probably be like ready for next year that's crazy yeah um we're looking at kind of having more guests on and kind of having like more kind of features outside of just us two <laughs> um, yes. so definitely if you like nominate someone to be a guest on the show for the email address <laughs> Yeah, and I promise we're both really friendly. Um, we are. So we're not scary at all. <laughs> People so... might say I'm scary, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not when it comes to Disney. No, no. This is a very safe, happy 
and joyful environment. So yes, and on that note, we've been a sprinkle of Disney. Have a magical rest of your day. Bye.